93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, September 6th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. As aid begins to arrive in the Bahamas, we've learned the Hurricane Dorian death toll is now at 30. Homes have been destroyed and people are carrying their belongings in plastic bags. A few hundred people gathered at the partly flooded Leonard M. Thompson Airport in hopes of getting a seat on one of the small planes, picking up the most vulnerable survivors, including the sick, elderly, and pregnant women. However, the evacuation was slow and there was frustration for some who said that there was nowhere to go after the Category 5 storm tore through the area, shattering whole neighborhoods. The United Nations announced the purchase of eight tons of ready-to-eat meals and said it will provide satellite communication equipment and airlift storage units, generators, and prefab offices to set up logistic hubs. A British Royal Navy ship distributed supplies to hurricane survivors. On Grand Bahama, a Royal Caribbean cruise ship dropped off 10,000 meals, 10,000 bottles of water, and more than 180 generators, as well as diapers and flashlights. American Airlines said it flew a Boeing 737 from Miami to Nassau to drop off 14,000 pounds of relief supplies. The airline is also giving frequent flyer points to customers who donate at least $25 to the Red Cross. Now, our area in no way is being hit by this hurricane, but we'll see some effects from it passing by well off of the coast. Lots of clouds, blustery winds, especially in the afternoon and evening, uh, an occasional rain shower. The high will be about 72. Winds will gust to 30 miles per hour inland today and about 40 to 45 miles per hour possibly at the shore. Some coastal flooding is possible with dangerous rip currents and heavy surf. One of the comforting things to see is in the wake of destruction or really, you know, tragedy is is, uh, people coming together and and helping out like this. I saw this story. It was from a few days ago. There was this guy in Jacksonville, Florida. He went to Costco and he saw another guy there who was buying uh, over a hundred generators yes yeah and having them sent to the bahamas and just out of his own money and they're like 450 dollars a piece it's amazing so that was uh, i love hearing stories like that i mean it's terrible that it has to be done but it's great to see people stepping up like that yeah there seems to be a lot of efforts underway so that's uh that's good yeah Authorities spent the better part of Thursday evening clearing out enough weapons from a Montgomery County home to carry out a small-scale war. The owner's intent is not clear, but authorities say he's now being checked out at a psychiatric ward. Authorities descended on the home in the 400 block of Houston Road in Lower Gwinnett Township. The home, neighbors say, belongs to a Vietnam vet who collected weapons. Authorities carried out dozens of rifles, boxes of ammunition, and an array of bombs and mortars. They set up tables to catalog all the materials removed from the home. One of their SUVs was stuffed with rifles they removed cases and cases of ammo and swords. Uh, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms assisted Montgomery County officials and the Montgomery County Bomb Squad. There's no word yet if the homeowner will be charged. And if they're coming after swords now, Preston. I know. Oh, yeah, watch yourself. on the radar. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do something with those swords in the office. <laughs> they're cool, though. Honestly, I wish it, they, I, if you could display them some way because they, they, they're pretty cool. I, I don't have much do wall them? space. What? Throw them out. No, really. <laughs> Thank you, Kathy. You're welcome. I'm open to all ideas. <laughs> <laughs> An interactive robot has been added to the medical staff at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. NAO has been programmed to do all things fun. It can dance, play bingo, and it can be utilized for patient health care education. NAO is also being used to help educate patients. Uh, robots have proven beneficial to bridge the gap for patients who may respond better to alternative modes of learning and interaction. That's me. Hey, robot, wow. I made you some pancakes. Wow. That's adorable. Wow, making pancakes? And, and uh, gay and proud, which is awesome. Hang on a second. How do you, how do you spell the name Nao? N-A-O? N-A-O, okay. Nao. Nao. 
Robot, come and make kids feel good. Is this it? Are we looking at <laughs> this? this? Is, yeah, yes. yeah, it's that very cool. That is adorable. Yeah. yeah. And the kids, you had to see Preston, the kids looking at it were just in awe, and it uh, it communicates in a nice way. Yeah. And it has facial recognition technology, so it could refer to the kids by their names. Well, oh. when you when you initially said this, I, I thought of the... The robot at the giant grocery store. Yeah, 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 yeah. So did this I. Look like that. Just an no. antiseptic pushing the kids out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I saw other video and he was playing games with the kids. The kids were following along. It looked really cool. This looks like the uh, the the Honda robot with Massimo. What is what was that? Oh yeah, yeah. I know yeah, what you're the, talking the about. The first one that you saw that would walk. Yeah, and stuff oh, like yeah. That. Asimo. Really cool Asimo. Move. That's yeah. a yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Neo came to CHOP through a generous gift by the Kids and Hope Foundation. The Kids and Hope Foundation provides support for children's health and life services, specifically music therapy at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia and other local hospitals and nonprofits within American Heritage Workplace Partner Program. And it makes pancakes, as we've learned. That's really cool. <laughs> Did not know that. In sports this morning. <laughs> Philip Irvin hit a home run leading off the 11th inning, and the Cincinnati Reds beat the Phillies 4-3 yesterday afternoon to drop the Phillies four games behind the Chicago Cubs for the National League's second wild card. Irvin hit a opposite field drive to right off of the barely eluded Bryce Harper's attempt at a leaping catch. The road trip continues this weekend as the Phillies open up a series in Queens against the Mets. Zach Eflin gets the start game time is at 7-10. Green Bay opened the NFL's 100th season with a 10-3 victory over the Bears last night in Chicago. Mason Crosby made a 39-yard field goal in the final quarter for Green Bay while defending NFC North champion Chicago got a 30 38-yarder from Eddie Pinheiro. A live mic caught a player on the sidelines, and I think that uh, we have the audio oh, of yes. what he was saying. I, I asked Marissa to grab it. Um, yep, here it is. Okay, so let me let me turn this down. Do you, you want to set it up, or you just want me to play it? You can play it. Go All ahead. Right, so here we go. I've never had my He's saying, I've never had my butt fingered. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, wait, can you play it one more yeah, time? Yeah, one more time. Back All that right, up a little here. bit here. And so if you let the audio go, you can hear, like, the commentators, they catch it, and they start laughing. Did they really? They, they heard it. Yeah. Okay. I it. I've never had I my... I think he said he'd never had his butt finger. Yeah. In case, I don't know who the player was. I didn't. In the article I read, they didn't say who it was. They just said a player on the sideline. Okay. Was he bemoaning the fact or proudly stating that? I think he was just chatting with okay. somebody. Yeah, he's laughing at it. <laughs> like to have my butt fingered. Somebody was conjecturing if maybe that means, uh, you know, in the hut or yeah. Right. In, yeah. in the pile right. up. Because sometimes those guys will... <laughs> oh, they do everything. They, they yeah. do all kinds of stuff. <laughs> That's a tactic to throw them off, especially the man at the bottom of the pile. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we'll get some live mic action at the Eagles game, which begins uh, this Sunday. Their season will begin this Sunday with a game at home against the Washington Redskins kickoff. <laughs> kickoff on Sunday is scheduled for 1 o'clock. Yes. And at the U.S. Open, Serena Williams has advanced and once again will be in the finals. Last night, it was a 6-3, 6-1 victory over number 5 seeded Alina Svitlina of 
of Ukraine. Alina Svetlina. Svetlina. Yeah, that's a made-up name. Okay. Alina Svetlina. Uh, she's from the Ukraine. Williams, a six-time U.S. Open champion, will face 19-year-old Bianca Adriku of Canada tomorrow for a shot at the Grand Slam singles trophy number 24, which would tie the all-time record for Grand Slam wins. And that's what I have for you this morning. That blows me away that she, I mean, that you dominate your sport like that. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. like nobody can touch you. If she wins tomorrow, it will be 20 years since her first win, which was wow. 1999. Yeah, that's when incredible. She, when she was a teenager. Wow. And she's still super solid. Yeah, yeah. and she took a year off to have a baby. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Hey, I have a question, Kathy. Yeah. Is uh, is this in honor of the two-headed rattlesnake story yesterday? <laughs> yeah. Or I couldn't, I, you know what, I didn't Kathy's have... wearing a snake print. <laughs> oh, I yeah. didn't have the shirt ready uh, yesterday because yeah. I, I saw the story in the morning, so I was, you know, so yes, this is uh, for the two-headed rattlesnake. All right, just curious. She's wearing a very cool yellow snake print today. How, how is the two-headed rattlesnake doing? Do we know? They were going to start feeding it last they night? Bottle feeding it? feed them yesterday. Because they, they, they stopped breastfeeding it. No, not yeah. bottle feeding it. <laughs> the wet nurse. They were All trying right. to, to figure out if it had like one stomach or two. And okay. If they needed to feed both heads or just one. So, I don't know. I'll see if I can find enough. Yeah, let's follow up uh, later on this morning. Yes. Well, that's why we're the snake division. Yeah. Alright, so welcome to Friday. We're on the brink of a weekend. We have a lot going on here at uh, the show and on MMR as well throughout because the A to Z continues. I think we're in the M's now. Is that where no, we are? No, we're in the N's and we so, should probably get to it because we have a pretty long song coming up. Can you point it out An to me, An epic please? song coming up. Did you hear a little bit of Rush oh. as you were coming in, Preston? No! Yeah. Wait a minute. What was played? Uh, oh, New World Man. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I missed it. I must have already been here, or I don't know. I was asleep. I don't know. You were thinking about the two headed snake. Still that sleeping. too. Tossing and turning. Two headed snake. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyhow, yeah, we do have a long one coming up in a moment. It's a very moody song, too. Uh, we have our Word of the Week prize giveaway pair of tickets for the Eagles home opener this Sunday. Don't miss that. We have a couple of in-studio guests today. We are going to have comedian Nico Santos on the program. If you saw the movie uh, Crazy Rich Asians, he's the gay cousin. He's hilarious in the movie. A lot of fun. And he's also from the television show uh, Superstore, and he's going to be performing at Punchline, so we're looking forward to meeting him in the 8 o'clock hour. Our good friend Robert Irvine will be here to talk about Bite for the Fight Food Festival, which is at the Kimberton Fairgrounds in Phoenixville on Saturday. So uh, he'll be in. And also, I believe we'll have our buddy uh, Jose Garces here because Village Whiskey is going to be in along with Hip City Veg because Philadelphia Burger Brawl is coming up on the 15th. So both restaurants. And if uh, if we get Garces in here, we got to have him hang yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. know each other. So we can have him panel, as they say. The, these things will be taking place, which means I'm sure we'll have some passes for the Burger Brawl to give away. We also have this cool thing, Casey, coming up with Sugar House. Is yes. that, do you want me to mention that now? Well, you know, yeah. So I've been doing commercials for, uh, they have this uh, Pennsylvania Pick'em Challenge. Yes. $500,000, like, season-long promotion. It's $150 buy-in. But, I mean, you could win one hundred twenty-five grand at the end of of the promotion or twenty five hundred dollars every week. Yeah, we, have, we have a whole bunch of buy ins to give uh, to give away this morning. Yeah, it's one hundred fifty dollars value. So wow, yeah. so we'll, that's we'll give awesome. Those away today too. So there's a lot of good stuff yep. to win, and also uh, the sorority parties, Zeta Eta Pie, Kathy's Bitch Box Part Three is coming up. So we'll do some invites for that as well. So a lot to do. Why don't we take a break? Come back in a second. We'll get to the entertainment report, which is Kardashian free today. Yeah. <laughs> And we will also have more of the A to Z. So we'll get to that in a moment. Stay with us. We're going to have a good time on this Friday morning, as we always should, all right? 
Like what you hear? You can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Now. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Real quick, I meant to look this info up before the song ended, but about the spoken word part, the the poem in there. Yes. I, I just pulled this up on... Uh, I've never looked up the information about that before. I pulled it up on uh, Wikipedia. I was curious who actually spoke at that part of the song. Uh, but it was actually, and I'll read you what it says here. It's called L- Late Lament is the name of the poem. Right. Uh, drummer Graham Edge wrote the verses, which were recited by keyboardist Mike Pinder. So that's who's doing that. I always thought he, the writer, wrote was uh, reciting that. That's interesting because there's one at the beginning that I love as well. So it starts with a poem, the album, and then ends with a poem. It's great. Yeah, so on Days of Future Past, the poem's last five lines bracket the album. So yeah, there you yeah. go. Uh, we, and also appear at the end of track one, The Day Begins, which is what you're referring to. Uh, so there you go. Very good stuff, man. It's Love a great it. album. One of those great concept albums that stayed on the charts for like years and years and years. And by the way, tons of people were texting in. They thought that Knights in White Satin would be in the K's uh-huh. because they thought it was knights wearing white satin, which really wouldn't protect you very much from a lance no. or a sword no. or a morning star or something. Your like Majesty, that. all of our knights are dead. <laughs> they looked good. We made it. <laughs> Poor choice in armor. <laughs> I thought silk would work. May, what is silk? Something. Oh, I got it totally wrong. So it's. I thought n- it was like chainmail. It's nights, as in evenings, yeah. in white satin. So there you go. Uh, let's do a stupid question and give away four pack of tickets for the Monster Truck Throwdown at Bridgeport Speedway in Swedesboro, New Jersey, Saturday the fourteenth or Sunday the the fifteenth. Question that I have for you is from uh, Nick, and it is music-related. So here's the question. Who is the lead guitarist and main songwriter for the Marshall Tucker Band? We were just talking about the Marshall Tucker Band. Were you? Yeah, remember we were talking on air. I'm big fans of the band. Oh, okay. I forget what the... Subject was what the kickoff point yeah, of that yeah. was. I I was. Was it train songs? Were we talking about train songs? You know, I don't think so. I don't know. I used to be able to play. We, we had a flute in my house. I don't. My it was oh. my, my aunt's. She gave it to me. Yeah. I don't know how to play flute. I figured out how to use the proper uh, mouth shape, which is called the embouchure. I figured right. that out and how to play notes on it. And I learned the the. I used, to, I used to play. I love. It. I would go around the house just playing. Can't that. you see? Yeah. So, anyhow, who was the uh, the lead guitarist and main songwriter for Marshall Tucker Band? Two one five two six three WMMR. Birthdays Friday September sixth. While we're waiting for your call, and uh, we have a big oh. one in the world of rock music. Roger Waters. Oh. Wow. Uh, celebrates his birthday today. Former singer, bassist, uh, main inspiration of. Concepts from Pink Floyd. He just performed uh, acoustically. Wish you were here. It was in England uh, in solidarity with Julian Assange. Okay, yeah, he's very, you know, he's very politically active. Yeah, he yeah. is. He is. Uh, what great music, man! What amazing conceptual music, and it's just great stuff. I, I I sat down with my son and we listened to this. We listened to Dark Side of the Moon. We were at a traffic jam. Uh, on the Northeast yeah. Extension, and, we, and it like, was at a dead stop, and he had always wanted to listen to the record, and I'm like, let's do it right now. This yeah. is a perfect time. We're sitting here doing nothing. Let's listen to it, and he loved it. There was a time, honestly, where I was listening to it so much, like I had to step away for a little bit and then, you know, maybe revisit it, but, like, I love, right down to that album, uh, The Final Cut. Did you did you like that album? I don't remember what okay. was on it. Um, 
it was it was just great. It, it's actually sort of a a sequel to The Wall. Okay, and it's great. Are uh, are the kids still listening to this on the third roar of the lion and um, no. Wizard of Oz? They're not doing that anymore. They used to do that. Yeah, it was uh, it was this fleeting thing that came for <laughs> right. a while. And if you put it on, but I think you would have to listen to the album like two and a half times to get through the movie, or three times, or something like that. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah, the movie's not forty minutes long. But it bizarrely <laughs> syncs up with the Wizard of Oz in its tone of certain songs. There's and... so many legends that surround Wizard of Oz. Like there's a, a, a dwarf that kills himself. Uh, one of the uh, Munchkins yeah. in the yeah. background. It turned out to be some sort of bird. Yep, yep. You're correct about that. But Roger Waters, 76 years old. Killed today. a dwarf on the set of Wizard of Oz. Yeah, back in the day. Oh, my God. Uh, Rosie Perez <laughs> is 55 years old The Stokies uh, What was that? The Stokies. What is that from? That's from um, White Man Can't Jump. The Stokies? Yeah, that's, she uh, sounds the alarm when the Stokies are going to come and get Woody. Oh, okay. I got you. She was great in that movie. Uh, so she turns 55 years old today. Comedian Jeff Foxworthy uh, is 61 years old. I just saw a documentary on him, believe it or not. And it was, I don't know how the hell I ended up watching it. Was it good? It was good. I bet it was. It was good. Was he a sniper in Vietnam? He was a sniper in Vietnam. He killed Mr. Rogers. (laughs) (laughs) They they had this, yeah, from two miles away. Mr. Rogers was a VC for a short time. Absolutely. They don't know that. And And, then uh, he he rethought his whole life plan. Uh, no, I saw him on a, I don't even know what it was. It was on TV. It was a comedy. He was a judge on a, on a comedy competition of some type. Right. And, and, uh, yeah. So, but he's great. I love him. He's 61 years old today. Jane Curtin, actress, comedian, Saturday Night Live, one of the original not uh, ready for primetime players, of course. She was one of the ones who really did not do drugs, um, you know, or, or did them less than the other cast members famously. And then she had that show, Kate and Allie. Remember that? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, it was a good show. Kate and Allie? Yeah. Yeah. And she was on Third Rock from the Sun. She was yeah. on Starsky and Hodge and uh, mm-hmm. Cagney uh, and Lacey. No, she wasn't. <laughs> uh, she is 72 today. I just think, Jane, you ignorant slut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the last birthday I see is Mr. Idris Elba. Yeah. Idris Elba is 47, and he speaks like this. And he's, I just I love hearing that guy talk. You see man. the commercial now where he's on top of He talks that way yeah, on top yeah. of the, look over there. Yeah, when he's, it's a yeah. Stella Artois commercial. Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 And he just recently was in the big screen adaptation of Calvin and Hobbes, correct? <laughs> uh, be sure. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Oh, I'm sorry. I got that wrong. Calvin Hobbes and Hobbes. And Hobbes, and <laughs> Hobbes and Shaw. Which I, one played Calvin? I loved him in, uh, in Pacific Rim. Uh, oh, yeah. When he goes, would you rather die on the wall? Or in a Jaeger. I like the wall. <laughs> Delivery's awesome. Yeah, yeah the wall we here. like the wall. Yeah. Is neither an option? Yeah. <laughs> Is lunch going to be served during this meeting? <laughs> <laughs> you don't get it. Uh, sexiest man alive, right? Yes, yeah. I think currently. Yeah. So he's uh, 47 today. Happy birthday, Idris. Would love to talk to him. Whatever. Oh, my God. Did we yeah. talk to him one time? No. Did we? I know we talked to David Faustino. All right, yeah. In studio and everything. (laughs) Really? 47. Are you guys sure? Let's see if we can get an answer to this question. Who is the lead guitarist and main songwriter for the Marshall Tucker Band? And I'm going to go to Rick and see if he knows the answer. Hey, Rick, how you doing, buddy? Hey, how you doing? Good, Rick. Who's the guy? That's Toy Caldwell. Toy Caldwell, yes. It's not Marshall Tucker. Hang on, Rick. There is no one named Marshall Tucker in that band. Never has been. Like Leonard Skinner. Or Bob Seger. Or somebody, no, Bob Seger's really in that band. Oh. In fact, he'll be in Philadelphia for the last 
time ever. We're Steely Dan. How about that? <laughs> yeah, we're Steely Dan. Yeah, 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 Steely Dan, not a real person. All right, so, <laughs> Rick, hang on the line. We are going to get you a four-pack of tickets for the Monster Truck Throwdown at Bridgeport Speedway in Swedesboro, New Jersey, and that is Saturday, September 14th. Or Sunday, September 15th, and don't miss uh, Avenger, Crush Station, <laughs> Lumberjack, and more. Wow. When they bring the mayhem for a monsterific display of automotive adrenaline. Last year's show sold out, so get your tickets now at bpspeedway.com. Let's start with Kevin Hart, uh, recuperating from the nasty car accident over Labor Day weekend, uh, prompting a delay in a $7 million court battle with ex-business partner Stand Up Digital. Uh, according to court documents... Uh, Hart has asked the judge to push back the start date, which was scheduled for the 9th, uh, which is this weekend, or Monday. Next, yeah, okay. Uh, Stand Up Digital did not have any objection. Uh, well, of course, yeah. Stand Up will reportedly hold a conference on October 1st to update the judge. I hear, and I was reading about his situation. He's in pretty bad pain. Yeah, so more details of the accident have been released. An audio obtained by TMZ, a woman on a nine one one call, who identifies as his wife in Nico Parish, uh, is you can hear her seeking help in moments after the crash. Uh, she just says, "I don't know what happened. He's just here. He's not coherent at all." Uh, she said the accident happened shortly before. It says here. It says shortly before outside of their gated community. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, and uh, that he couldn't move. Uh, I think it's shortly. After. They're confusing time I think with place, Preston. Surely before arriving at? <laughs> I think that's yeah. what it's supposed to be. Uh, Hart and the driver, Jared Black, sustained uh, injuries that required hospitalization. Black was determined by police to be uh, not under the influence of alcohol. And on Sunday, Kevin reportedly underwent spinal surgery to deal with three fractures and is in severe pain but is expected to make a full recovery. But the rehab is expected to be long and hard. So has he wrapped up filming on Jumanji 2? Yeah, he wrapped up Fatherhood and Jumanji The Next Level uh, just days before the accident. All right. But other movies are up in the air now, including My Own Worst Enemy, a project that he was supposed to star in and produce. Uh, Sources tell TMZ that the schedule will be affected for the film. Uh, to be determined is how and if he'll be able to appear in the movie or not. But they did finish, yeah, those other two did movies. you see what Rain Johnson did? Uh, Kelly Clarkson had the first episode of her uh, syndicated talk show. and something that's been big. She's obviously been leading up to this, very excited about it. And Kevin Hart was supposed to be her first guest. Oh. So Dwayne Johnson flew back from his honeymoon Whoa. to fill in oh, for him kidding. on the show. That was really nice. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It was pretty cool. Okay. Uh, Dylan Farrow is blasting Scarlett Johansson after the A-lister told Hollywood Reporter that she would work with Woody Allen again anytime. Uh, Scar Jo took it a step further, saying that she believed him, implying without directly saying that she did not believe Farrow, who accused uh, Woody of molesting her. Now, Allen is her adoptive father, and he has consistently denied the allegations. So Daifa and Scar Jo are at it? Yeah, there you go, Daifa. Uh, Allen also made comments about the Me Too movement that were deemed so controversial that several stars refused to work with him again. The Am- and Amazon pulled out of a $60 million contract with Allen. They're currently in court duking that out. So Farrow had tweeted out, because if we've learned anything from the past two years, it's that you definitely should believe male predators who maintain their innocence without question. And uh, she then added, Scarlett has a long way to go in understanding the issue she claims to champion, and my apologies in advance for disrupting her Google alerts again. Listen, it's uh, I, you know you're gonna you you take a side. I mean, you know, it's it's it, honestly, it's he said, she said. 
There is no. There's no other than other than that. Listen, there's do no I believe, legal proof? I believe that there's something creepy on a basic level with him doing the right. uh, with the, the the nude pictures of he he married her with uh, Sunni. Yeah, uh, and there, I, do I think it's uh, you know? But is the, there has been it's been reviewed by a court I guess twice whether there was any sort of sexual violation with what's the other the other set is it Satchel? I don't other, remember. Anyway, regardless. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think I, I think far less of Woody Allen. I used to love him to death, mm-hmm. and and the work is the work. I still enjoy the work, but I don't know. She she kind of she was stating her case like I, these are my interactions with him, yeah, and that's what she has, and she's just being honest. I, I, I don't know. You know, it's it's a tough one. Yeah, it'd, it'd be a different story if maybe she was getting up on a soapbox and going, he's being falsely accused, and, yeah. and so on and so forth. She's just saying, look, I believe this guy because I know him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. But listen, I can also see his point of view. Uh, Dylan's yeah. point of view if if it's really the case. So anyhow, it's a, it's a little back and forth. Bachelor Nation yeah! is shook after Bella Hadid essentially confirmed her sister Gigi Hadid's relationship with Bachelorette runner-up Tyler Cameron. Now, did she release a statement? No. What she did was... Followed him on Instagram. Oh, <laughs> you don't do that. Which the masses muse. Or you do that. I don't know. Surely means that they're serious because would you follow a sibling's random hookup? What? Of course Isn't not. Isn't this a bunch of crap because they're seen constantly out together? They're always out together. They're photographed together. There's yeah. PDA. I know. Knock it off. Uh, he added uh, that uh, he added credence to the rumor by appearing by Gigi. Does he side. know what credence means? Probably not. He thinks it's a band. Of course they are, but uh, but appearing by Gigi's side at her grandmother's funeral in the Netherlands. Uh, so he went to a funeral. He went to Gum Gum's funeral. <laughs> she must have been old, <laughs> right? <laughs> Bella, there was uh, she an Icelandoid. Their younger Anwar Hadid, their, I'm sorry, their brother Anwar Hadid and his girlfriend uh, Dua Lipa were there. That's two Lipas. Along- <laughs> I'm smart. Dua Lipa. Yeah. Uh, along with their mother Yolanda Hadid. Hey, Yolanda. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm, now, I'm looking for Gam Gam now. I'm no, no, look, look up Yolanda. I got we Yolanda. Don't, we don't get a chance to do the Yolanda <laughs> clip very often. And I'm sorry I didn't tell you in advance, Casey. Yeah. Oh. But uh, Bella, their brother Anwar Hadid, and his girlfriend Dua Lipa were there along with their mother, uh, what Yolanda. What it's, is that from? It's from Pulp Fiction. Uh, Pulp yeah. Fiction. yeah, so and... you got to look it up under Pulp Fiction and then scroll through all those clips down to the bottom because it starts with a Y. Of course, but uh-huh. it's appropriate. We don't get a lot of these. And then eventually you will get to uh, <laughs> something like... We need to have fun with this funeral. This. Yolanda, I thought you were going to be cool. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Come on, Yolanda, what's Bonzi like? All right. So anyhow, her mother Yolanda. All right, now Yolanda. Yeah. We're not going to do anything stupid, are we? No, we're not. So this <laughs> this also wouldn't be the first time an A-lister ended up with a member of Bachelor Nation. Modern Family star Sarah Hyland is engaged to Wells Adams, who is, is, is on the show. Too. Is Hadid a, an A-lister? That's a good question. You know what, Steve? Probably not. Maybe in the world of, uh, models? of models. All right. But not necessarily Hollywood. I'm tired of these pecking orders that make no sense. Yeah, I agree. Now, Sarah Hyland, she's on Modern Family. Yes. Is she an A-lister? Mm-hmm. Television. A-minus. 
yeah, A minus. I think okay. so. But she, but she gets along with her classmates. But Yolanda's nowhere in there. All right, now, Yolanda, we're not going to do anything stupid, are we? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, while followers on social media are accusing Dakota Fanning of, quote, pulling a Scarlett Johansson, pulling a ScarJo. Yeah. By agreeing to play someone who doesn't share her racial background, Fanning is defending herself and clarifying this role in particular. So the 25-year-old has been cast as a Muslim woman in Ethiopia for the film Sweetness in the Belly. Uh, The response on social media has been intense from some people. Fanning saw the uproar and released a statement that said, Just to clarify, in the new film I'm a part of, Sweetness in the Belly, I do not play an Ethiopian woman. I play a British woman abandoned by her parents at seven years old in Africa and raised Muslim. My character, Lily, journeys to Ethiopia and is caught up in the breakout of civil war. Doesn't matter. She is subs- She's not legitimately British, Preston. She is subsequently sent home to England, a place she is from but has never known. No, it's not about her being British. Oh, so she, she, I'm sorry, I got confused. She, I, I, you know, it's hard to figure out what you need to be outraged over. She continued saying this film was partly made in Ethiopia, is directed by an Ethiopian man. Did they film it in England? And features many Ethiopian women. It was a great privilege to be a part of telling this story. The film is about what home means to people who find themselves displaced and the families and communities that they choose and uh, that chose them. So that's what the movie's about. That's what the story's about. Yeah. Uh, she People had, are idiots. And, uh, yeah, know, they don't take the time to uh, honestly her, investigate. Look into that. Her response should have been, if you are upset about this, you're an idiot. Do your research and just leave it at that. No, no. She did. Uh, she, she was. Yeah. She was. Uh, Suck a big one. Uh, no, <laughs> no. You no. could do that. But, but she explained it. And that would seem a little bit more coarser. Yeah. Suck a big one? Yeah, then explaining one. what the reason that the role she's playing is exactly perfect for her, Except for the fact, I'm not too happy, she's not legitimately British. Uh, she added, I hope that you enjoy the film somewhere, somehow, after it uh, after its premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival. Uh, the movie was based on a 2005 book of the same name by Camilla Gibb, who wrote about a white Muslim nurse. So she explained it. Jeremy Renner has been forced to shut down his app after being targeted by trolls. Uh, the Avengers... Chad Roulette, right? Uh, no. Oh, that wasn't him? Oh, okay. Uh, the Avengers star launched his Jeremy Renner official app around two years ago, giving his fans the opportunity to share their love of him with one another. That's <laughs> oh what God. this says. Of no, course. that's what this that's, says. I'm sure that's not the way it's presented. By posting stories. Hey, tell me how much you love me, and it's easier than ever. <laughs> Talk to other people who love me. By Start po- small love groups. By posting stories, sharing photos, and even purchasing uh, superstars, uh, the currency used in the app. Uh, the more superstars a fan has, the more likely it is that Jeremy would either see and or respond to their post. However, the stars posted a message on the app on Wednesday explaining that misuse of the platform by trolls pretending to be him and sharing offensive messages has led him to... Uh, making the tough decision to shut it down. He said, due to clever individuals that were able to manipulate ways to impersonate me and others within the app, I've asked EscapeX, the company that runs the app, to shut it down immediately and refund anyone who's purchased any stars over the last 90 days. He doesn't need it. What was supposed to be a place for fans to connect with each other has turned into a place that uh, is everything I detest and can't or won't condone. Listen, he's hard at work on his uh, kimono line. No, he is. That's... (laughs) That used yeah. to be Kardashian. We oh. weren't going to talk about oh, her. Oh, God this, damn it. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> my wife, Preston, um, recently um, 
looked over at me. We were watching TV, and he does this commercial where he's actually, I guess his band is singing the music, but he's in his tux and so on and so forth. And my wife's crushing on Jeremy Renner. He's a good-looking fella, man. Uh, He said, my sincere apologies for this uh, to have not turned out the way it was intended to all super fans who have supported me with your words of encouragement, amazing art stories, and time shared on the app. I genuinely thank you, and I hope to see you again on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. So they shut it down. Yep. Yeah, Should they do. No more Jeremy Reynolds. <laughs> Uh, Steve, that commercial is great. I, I, I enjoy it. I have no idea what the product is. I don't know if they're selling Jeremy Renner, a car, or a beer. It's for the app. No, the um, <laughs> it might be for but the that's app. his own. He is actually a musician as yeah, well. Yeah, but he's he's actually good. Yeah, but what is the product I that they're know. selling? Is it, uh, is, is it a booze? I, it might be beer. Okay, or it might be a car. It's the perfect booze to drink while you're driving. <laughs> well, it's a great commercial. Apparently, wouldn't that be great yeah. if they yeah. marketed it that way? It's the perfect booze to drink. The perfect liquor for that drive home. Well, <laughs> it's oh, it's a, a Grand Cherokee. Cherokee. It's cheap. Okay, yeah, yeah. I had no idea what the actual product was. Oh man, God! You know what I saw? Total side note on this: for those but, extra long drives. But seeing that Jeep Cherokee, I saw yesterday on the road. A really old Scout. You guys remember oh, yeah. those? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was so cool. I like that look. I do too, Didn't, man. Didn't uh, Jack drive one of those and lost for? Um, he may have. It was season? one of the Is Casey, it, a Ford? it was one of the original SUVs. Jack yeah. did the very on first. Uh, Three's company. No, <laughs> but it was uh, it was really cool. And kind of, I turned my head. I'm like, what is that? Yeah, yeah. And it was uh, it was really neat. They're badass. So, it was you, old. Did you see? Not to divert too much. Did yeah. you see? I get. I think it was a BMW. Um, Crossover painted with this new, like completely non-reflecting black paint. They made a big deal about it, but it it is it looks is like it like it, a map. It looks yeah, but it looks like it's in massive stealth mode. It looks okay. really cool. Interesting. Every now and then, I'll see a car that has the the colors that change. Oh, I have not seen these. Yeah, it's it's a really really expensive paint, but I mean, yeah. as the car turns and, and catches the light, it'll, it'll go from you know like a purple to a blue. Wow, it'll, it'll go yeah. from like a maroon to a blue and stuff like that. Those are pretty cool. There's a new trend where you instead of a back window, you have hungry man boxes yeah. <laughs> and duct tape. I love that yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. so that you can't anybody? see through it, but. Yeah. We didn't get any response on no that. No response. Did we? I thought maybe you know you know who you are <laughs> with your hungry man uh, TV dinners you're using to cover up the back the uh, boxes. I'm going to guess if you have to do that. You don't have a lot of free time on your. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right, let me let me get back to the entertainment oh, stories, sorry, and uh, we'll go through just a couple more. Uh, Alec Baldwin and uh, Hilaria Baldwin are planning to go for a fifth child after Hilaria had suffered a miscarriage. He said, "We have four kids. Uh, she wants to have another one, and so we're having another one." Uh, <laughs> it doesn't sound like he was the one who suggested it. He told Kevin uh, Nealon on his YouTube series, Hiking with Kevin, he said, we're going to have a fifth baby. Now, I don't know if that means that they're pregnant or not, but I, th- I guess they're going to go for it. Uh, Alec also shares uh, daughter Ireland uh, with ex-wife Kim Bassinger, of course. Uh, let's see. On The View, talk show host Wendy Williams, and we haven't talked about her in a while, admits that uh, she knew her now estranged husband, Kevin Hunter, was cheating on her. I can see the signs. With Sharina Hudson <laughs> and implies that she had a plan to deal with it. She said, I'm not a selfish mom. I'm a very plotative individual. Huh? I like plots. <laughs> like I will plot on you, she says. I'm plot all over your yeah, face. Plot your on face. your face. <laughs> Give you a plot, Carl. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She said... That's why I'm going into season 11 and he's changing pampers. 
Uh, She's he, a cross between the uh, Cowardly Lion and Herman Munster. Uh, <laughs> William said that she wanted to give her son Kevin James stability in high school. Her too. son is Kevin, Kevin James? James? Kevin Jr. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Can you He's older than James. her. My son is Paul Blart Molkamp. <laughs> Um, this is our son. And he's what? Duh. She has such a fake looking face. What Man. do you mean? She didn't use to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so anyhow, she said, uh, so I said, no, 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 no. So I says, <laughs> I will stay here. I will make sure his braces get tightened properly. I will drive him to the SAT prep courses. I will help him do his essays for college. And now he goes to college in Miami. What are you talking about? Hey, by the way, speaking of knowing that your spouse is cheating, there is Mm -hmm. a, uh, the 2020 episode tonight on ABC is about that, uh, that murder suicide in Villanova. Oh yes. You were telling us yesterday about that. Yeah. So you know how they found her through the Jeremy Renner app. No (laughs) No way. I had no idea. That is a good crime, uh, you know, solving app, and it's gone away now because of God. trolls. I'll tell you what, though. Anything like that, and that story was particularly Wait, wild. hold on. Well, the the murder-suicide or where the wife came and killed the the girlfriend? Yeah, and then she killed herself. It was oh, that. She, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I was yeah. thinking Apparently, the, the she had had, um, she'd put, like, video surveillance on his clothes. So, like, I knew that there were cameras involved around the house, but on his clothes? Yeah, apparently, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty well, intense. Watch it. So that's on tonight on Twitter. Yeah, my life has turned a corner where I'm excited about TV on yeah, uh, Friday sorry. night. I'm like, oh my God, 10 o'clock. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, you know why? Because uh, that's... Don't, don't eat anything like after 8 o'clock because you're going to make popcorn at 9.55 <laughs> so that you can sit down on your couch, <laughs> popcorn, and your LaCroix. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with popcorn you. and LaCroix. <laughs> yeah. Mine'll be wine, but I'm with you. <laughs> oh, that's 2020 great. and Dateline, the, yeah. uh, the 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 murder things, and I also that's why I, I'm I'm now sort of quasi hooked on the um, the Discovery ID. Oh, those are all those are all murder stories. Wow. You know what? Though? But I I'm gonna watch this one because I I kind of drifted away from 2020 and Dateline because they were all it was the same exact story every single weekend. Right. Right. It seemed like a harmless app. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it led to murder yeah. in Villanova. Uh, Keith Morrison, so yeah. good, yeah. He is, and yeah. the, the teases are, yeah. when you think the story's over, uh-huh. but then... But you know, yeah. You know, but then but they then came But then a stain home. on the carpet right. yeah. <laughs> gave so the, them pause for concern. One yeah. of the ex-husbands in that story <laughs> yeah. is telling all at this point, and so that's what, okay. that's what's led to this. Um, it, it happened right around the corner from where I live, and when, I it, when it happened, yeah. it was... Um, as you can imagine, uh, every cop on the main line was there. I hate to say it, but I, I, I'm, I want... I'm looking forward to. I hope they do the GoFundMe bandits. The uh, oh yeah, that'd be a good story. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you you yeah. know, I I want to see how that, and I want to see who plays us. Yeah, and it's crazy because <laughs> we'll be in it. Yeah, we will be in it when the story's wrapping hey, up. Michael Chiklis, <laughs> David Harbour, <laughs> the fat kid from Goonies, <laughs> Chunk. What? He's playing you. Wow. <laughs> Uh, all right, so that's on tonight. That's on tonight. 10 o'clock? Yeah. All right, make sure you check it out. I have one uh, more story, and uh, then we'll move along. <laughs> Caitlin Carter is marking a major milestone with rumored girlfriend Miley Cyrus. The pair were dressed up with Carter donning a long-sleeved black mini dress with high heels and mm. Cyprus wearing a long-sleeved white shirt and black pants. That's like the another- milestone? 
Another Lindsay Lohan in the works here. Yeah, oh, that's a good comparison. I think no, you're right. No, because she's super talented. Lindsay was nominally she was a, talented. But she was a pretty good actress. She was, yeah. Uh, so there you go. Later footage. So on- there. So <laughs> there. Steve and I rest our cases. She was. I have to defend yeah. that. She was a good actress. All right. Later on, later footage on Instagram stories showed Carter at a table in front of an ice cream sundae mm. as a group saying happy birthday to her. We're lesbians. So, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying so hard. Miley, look at it. I'm, I'm kissing a woman. <gasps> I know, right? I got it. I know. It's, yeah. I think it was in, well, do you remember, Steve, uh, in Riverdale, the first season? It might have been the first episode yeah, yeah. where uh, they're trying out for the cheerleading team and they decide to, to make out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. girl goes, look, the the girl's kissing thing has been over for a few years now. <laughs> right, right, right. So right, don't yeah, even yeah. try that. And it's the same thing still here. But anyhow. I'm totally happy for them, whatever. they. But but it's just a bizarre, they're going out of their way to look be in at public. us. Yeah. <sighs> uh, so I don't know why this is, this. Story says it's a major milestone because they, got, they wore clothing. They got dressed up and they sang "Happy Birthday" while having an ice cream sundae. So <laughs> it's all garbage. I'm more interested in what Everyone, kind of sundae. Like Tom, that's all I really <laughs> right. Me too. I was really I'm intrigued making, by the sundae. Is it a brownie sundae or yeah. like this is banana all a bunch split? Of crap? <laughs> what kind uh, of ice cream? I don't have any details, guys. Oh, okay. Uh, but I do have new movies opening yeah. this weekend. It's a Friday, so we're going to reveal. There's a, what to look for at the box office. It's beautiful. The movie that's opening this weekend, I've only got one, and it's It Chapter 2. It's a horror film, of course. Been long, long uh, wait for this, but uh, ready for it now. Directed by Andy Muschietti. Muschietti, sorry. Stars, Bill Skarsgård, Jessica Chastain, James McAvoy, Jay Ryan, Bill Hader, and a bunch of the kids, too. Finn Wolfhard will be there from Stranger Things. Uh, And what it's about, Pennywise returns to Derry after 27 years to terrorize the now grown-up members of the Losers Club. Rated R, two hours, 49 minutes, and it's got a score of 82% so far, so that's pretty positive. The reviews are good. They say that it gives you what um, you want. It's long. I think it's like two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah, it said two hours and 49 minutes. Okay, so uh, the... um there's a, yeah, and there's a there's a, a they said they could have trimmed off a chunk of that. Mm. Yeah, I read some some not so good reviews, but uh, I don't care. I no, don't care I'm going to no see God, what I'm on board. Uh, I'm going to see quick. what I think about it. Is it the same director as the first movie? Yes. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. I like that. All right. So that opens this weekend. Go out and see it. We got clips now, folks. The Spy drops you in 1960s Syria as Israel clerk-turned-secret agent Eli Cohen is thrown into a years-long mission. And here we have Sasha Baron Cohen on what makes performers uh, unique. Here we go. Every performer is deeply abnormal, so there must be a reason why, you know, we want to be in front of camera or I wanted to make out with the guy in front of 2,000 rednecks who want to, you know, put me in hospital. Really? Uh, The Spy is now streaming on Netflix. Here's the next clip. And it is from It Chapter 2. 
the thrilling conclusion of the Stephen King reboot. In this clip, Bill Skarsgård describes how invested he got in the famous thriller. I think it's impossible not to be familiar with him. I knew more of his film adaptations than his novels. And then going into this, uh, I sort of plowed through it, the novel, in 10 days, which is... Like it's over 100 pages a day, I think. And I really got immersed in his in his work and his writing. You sound insane. <laughs> it Chapter 2 is in theaters nationwide today. So there you go. That's Very cool. Have for you in our entertainment report this morning. So we have a lot of things going on. One glaring, uh, what's the word I'm looking Omission. for? Omission. Omission, thank oh, okay. you. I was about to say submission. <laughs> yeah. One glaring submission. Omission, uh, that's not even a word. <laughs> it's mission. Is we have new music... From a new artist to play for you. Yes. When we get back. We, we come right back with it, right? Uh, well, I, we're gonna, I've been waiting for it. Well, we're going to play. Uh, yeah, we're going to play it in the next segment. We're gonna, right. we're, first, we're going to play a song from the A to Z. But right. it is new music from Casey Boy. And it is in tribute to, uh, of course, the uh, NFL and uh, the home opener this weekend. Very exciting. And your birds. So it's in conjunction with the band Jealousy Curve, who we've had a long history with over yeah. the years. And I've heard it. And I think you guys are going to like it. Awesome. It is. It rocks. It yeah. rocks. And the boy can sing. I he can't, it's, sings. It's, let's let's hear it for the boy. He's really. <laughs> he's it's not. He's not joking around. It's yeah. not. It's not a spoof. It's it's legit. Are you nervous? I'm a little bit nervous. Well, it's, so that's the thing. Like, all right. There, I was definitely going for something. When you say, like, he's not joking around, I'm like, well, I mean. Lyrically, we you know we all you're having fun with the words. We all were going for this like meathead like you yeah. know like anth- anthemic. Yeah, like, not anthem, but it's not an anthem. But you know, we texturally we were going for something. Yeah, Can you call know it a I comeback. Mean? Not well. He never started. I, I never started. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say this. <laughs> I, I haven't heard it. Yeah. I would love because we get bombarded every year with songs from people and, and the, yeah. that take the time. I think it's great. Everyone looking for a song to sort of kick in and be something for the new football season, for the new, you know, uh, zeal and energy that's out there. Will will this fit I, into that, Preston? You've heard it. I yeah. don't know if it's going to be that. All right. Not, but I just know that you're going to be impressed with all it. All right. Then that's we'll all. take that. All Fair right. enough. Yep. Yeah. All right. So let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll do A to Z song, and then we will uh, we'll debut Casey's song. We'll get into a bunch of other stuff. We've got a lot of guests on the show. Robert Irvine's going to be here. Uh, comedian Nico Santos is going to be in the studio as well. Our friends from the Philly Burger Brawl are here. Uh, we're going to have vi- a Village Whiskey and Hip City Veg, so we'll get to the details yeah. on that and do some giveaways in conjunction with all that. What am I giving away? I do. We have so much, all Preston. Right. Take your pick. Bitch Box! we got a party coming up on the 19th. It is at Harrah's, and I will take three ladies that want to join us for this night of fun and frivolity and free stuff. Kathy's Bitch Box. And you can become a member of the Zeta Eta Pi sorority. You have to be at least 21. Ladies only, 215-263-WMMR. Be free on Thursday the 19th. And we'll get you in. All right? Call now. We'll be right back. Here we go. Here comes the MM Army. Join Marissa Magnata tomorrow from 7 to 9 at J.D. McGillicuddy's in Manion, 111 Cotton Street, for the Bud Light Platinum Thursday Night Huddle. Enter to win Eagles tickets and signed merch courtesy of Bud Light Platinum and WMMR Bud Light Platinum Thursday Night Huddle t-shirts. Plus, 
$10 Bud Light pitchers, $3 Bud Light bottles, $4 platinum, and $6 cheesesteaks. Friday from 4 to 6, Casey Boy Rocks, what a crock in Booth's Corner for their Customer Appreciation Weekend. Enjoy great specials and giveaways throughout the market Friday and Saturday. Visit whatacrockmeals.com for details and meal plans. Hang with Nick McElwain Friday from 6 to 8 for First Friday at the corner of Bridge and Main in Phoenixville. Check out craft breweries and distilleries, exciting restaurants, music from Breaking Blonde, and the 2019 Subaru Outback from Piazza Subaru of Limerick. Shop 24-7 at piazzasubaru.com. Complete details at phoenixvillefirst.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. So we have uh, coming up on Sunday, September 15th, the uh, Philly Burger Brawl is taking place. And our friends have arrived from the Philly Burger Brawl. A couple of wonderful restaurants are here this morning. Hip City Veg and Village Whiskey. Uh, and in our midst, we're going to have two big-time celebrity chefs already sitting in our studio is a good friend, Mr. Jose Garces. Yeah. And he knows. He is, uh, he's he's uh, acquaintances with Robert Irvine. He'll be here later on. So we're going to get those two guys together. It's going to be air. a big party. Yeah, so we're excited. Big food party. Uh, by the way, Village Whiskey celebrating its 10th birthday. So that's a big deal. They're at uh, they're on 20th Street in Philly, of course, and uh, it's phenomenal. I've been there before, and they're going to be everyone raves on it at Burger Brawl again this year, fighting for burger supremacy. <laughs> we'll do some giveaways uh, through the morning uh, to head to the Burger Brawl, and our entire cluster of radio stations are involved in the Burger Brawl as well here at Beasley Media. And the new location is going to be great over at the Navy Yard. Yep, correct. Yeah. So that is coming up. Don't forget, on the on the 15th, in case you said the website has changed, it's uh, Philly. It's now Pornhub.com. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. not. It's not. not. Is it Pusty? Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's PhillyBurgerBrawl.com. All right, so get not just Burger Brawl. your tickets, and we'll give some away a little bit later on. Cool. All right, so you ready for the debut of this song? I am. I'm honestly... I. I've said this before. When he's done, when Casey's done some singing, even little singing parodies, mm-hmm. I'm, we, I've said I think he has a good voice. He yes. You've heard a song now that he just did, yep. and you're verifying. In fact, you were sort of, in fact, you were not sort of, you were impressed by his vocal well, yeah, capability. I, I've always known Casey can sing, yeah. And uh, but but hearing him professionally recorded and produced, right, it's even better with a band that really can do it. Uh, yeah, Jealousy Curve. So, but what's funny is this kind of snuck up on me. I he, all of a sudden he just sent me. You'd said something about doing this, but I haven't heard. Yeah. step-by-step process of all you've been going through to write and record the song. And all of a sudden, you just sent it to me the other night, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you did that. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and now, um, I, I love it. I mean, this really all started because we had mentioned on the air, uh, I think Joan Jett and Carrie Underwood are, are doing you know, are doing the new song for Sunday Night Football yep. or whatever it was. It is. Um, and then we had played around with Scott Stapp. And his song that he wrote for the Marlins. Which was terrible. It was terrible. (laughs) Because there was no, for a thing that's supposed to generate fan response, Mm -hmm. it just was, it's a poorly written song for that purpose. So that was on Wednesday, August 14th is when we had that conversation. And I had made uh, uh, a statement about how rock music doesn't really make for good sports anthems. Like it's more of like a hip hop, uh, maybe country. I don't even know. But Yeah, um, you're right. So I said, you know what? I I want to I want to do one, and I think I can do better than what Scott Stapp did for uh, the Marlins because that was piss poor. And ultimately, that's all I was trying to do was just make a better song than the Scott Stapp Marlins. Song. It actually okay. made people hate the team and want to kill the actual animal. Right. 
So I reached out to a friend of mine, Steve LaFascia, who was in the band Jealousy Curve. Right. He's also an engineer, a sound engineer, producer, and all that stuff. And I said, hey, listen, uh, I'd love to make a great Eagles anthem before the season begins. Uh, I want to see if you want to help me create one. And he said, I'd love to. Do you have any lyric or music ideas? And I said, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that was like three weeks ago. And in about three weeks' time, uh, he got Mike Levy involved, Mike O'Brien, um, uh, all these other guys from Jealousy Curve, uh, Shane Rosum, David Sikorsky, we got, went over to Ford's recording studio. I collabed, collabed with Mike Levy on some lyrics. You see, what you just described is the way Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club <laughs> band came together. <laughs> right, Preston? Yeah, it's exactly. That's exactly the, the way it happened. Um, but I sent him, I sent Mike Levy some lyrics. I said, hey, I just kind of want to go. I have a, an idea, like sort of meatheady, sophomoric lyrics. So I stuck a couple of... You know, silly little lines in there, and then uh, they sent me some music, and here we are. This is uh, All right. this is where we're at. I am not pretending that this is Bohemian Rhapsody by <laughs> any stretch. It's but, fun. But when I listened to the final mix of everything, I was like, holy crap, this is actually pretty good. You know, so, yeah. Go ahead, Brett. Here's what I want to do. I think uh, when we play this, uh, I'm going to turn the mics off and bring the studio monitors up in here. You so need to, like, really feel for it. this isn't going to sound as good if you're listening on your phone. And if you're listening in your car stereo or headphones, like, turn it up. Or your uh, home stereo or your he- or any. No, no. listen, it'll sound <laughs> great. Yeah. This is uh, this is full res, 24-bit, 41. Oh, my God, just uh, play it. Wave, blah, blah, blah. I know. So. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, what's this called? Well, we're calling it for now, Ready to Go. Okay, Ready to Go. You ready? Yeah. This is uh, Casey and Jealousy Curve, so check this out.
That's Casey and the band Jealousy Curve collaboration for the song called Ready to Go. You know what I hear? Well, I was listening to it because I've only heard it one time. I listened yeah. to it on my phone and that was it. Can I guess? I well, Sure. Sarah McLaughlin? No. <laughs> no. Somebody said, look, you stole it from Bon Jovi. It's a spot on bed of roses. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no. I hear in the chorus, I hear a really driving Stone Temple pilot yes! type of feel. I agree yes. with you. In fact, that's in what we the, talked about in the studio. In the, uh, in the verse, I almost hear a little bit of offspring type of feel to it. So it's got a nice, ballsy, grungy, crunchy case. It's damn good. It's it. it I'm, yeah. Yes, I'm, listen. You know, people are going to think, well, we're just going to support it. Blah, 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 blah. No, it's a really good song. And what I like about it, if you're going to talk about a song that's designed for this purpose, which is to uh, get people psyched yeah. for the, the game or the Eagles or whatever, you have a number of points in the song where a crowd could jump in. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah, there's a couple of hey-hays or yay-yays. Yeah. Uh, Nick, you and I are looking at the text messages. I don't see one negative comment coming no. through. No, every couple, but... single one of well shut up. You would you would <laughs> pick up on this. Yeah. Uh every single one of them seems to be over the top. I'm seeing a lot of goosebumps, chills, oh my God, holy S, amazing. So I, I really liked it too, Case, but I, I, the only complaint I have is that there were some parts where I couldn't hear your yeah, lyrics enough. I couldn't like, hear it. The vocals, At the, beginning. the vocals were a little low, that's all. Yeah. Uh well that, um, that's just my hey, they've got minor the, complaint. They got the masters, they can remix it if they need to, bump up the vocal a little just bit. Just to take up might be nice. Also, uh, there, there was a, there was a, you just got a uh, clarity. A, suck my footballs in there. It sounded like right. That was uh, that was the lyric I was most happy about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the best one. <laughs> suck I, I, on I wrote my that football. one. <laughs> 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 Lyrics by Casey. Yeah, that lyric was definitely written by me. Uh, in fact, my kids were listening to it. My daughter was like, "Dad," I was yeah. like, well, I don't know, I don't know." And both of my daughters were like, "Are you auto tuned?" I was like, "Well." What is that supposed to mean? That you don't think I can sing? But <laughs> no, no, we don't. Uh, but Here's the deal. I when I was listening to it, I was cringing because I I can't stand the sound of my own voice. Yeah, right. And yeah. you can when I'm singing and and like and, and just see, talking in general and you, talking in you, general, you, I, you freak out every morning during the playback. You're like, shut up. Yeah. So if you're listening right now and you're saying, shut up, Casey. Don't worry. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm saying it, too. Well, I'm saying it, too. The song is really good. Yeah. I really liked it. And those guys are so talented, Jealousy Curve. Yeah, and so thank you to those guys. That was, um, uh, I, I went to high school with Jealousy Curve. When we were sophomores in high school, they were in a band called Placid Admiral. And Mike and uh, Mike and Mike and Steve. And then the other Mike. <laughs> well, Mike, Mike and Steve, yeah. we all went to O'Hara together. They've all been a band together. They were in Mercy River together for a little while. Now, Jealousy Curve, those guys are like, you know, uh, they're what you want your kids, you know, friendships to be like, you know, because uh, they, they've been friends for the longest time. Right. And support each other and all that sort of stuff. So uh, I called those guys. Because I wanted this to sound good, and and I know what those guys can do. Did you do you mention the Eagles in there at all? The word, the word, the the name of the team, Eagles. I hear birds in there. But... Well, I mean, Eagles chance. Uh... Yeah, okay, well, yeah, it does spell out Eagles. You're right. Well, yeah, Eagles chance, and okay. then uh, green blood in the veins, and all that. You know, <laughs> yeah, the, the fun stuff. Yeah. You you, yeah. you know, uh, sacking the QB. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> all you know. those things you got to say. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, Steamroll yeah. to the end zone. And are you going to make it available? <laughs> yeah. Is it, can people download it? Because people are asking. I, yeah, I think so. In fact, all uh, money will go to hands all across did, America. <laughs> all they did was make the song, and then we don't know what to do. After. No. Well, no. So, so Mike was asking me if I was uh, registered as a singer artist on BMI uh, because they're going to uh, make this available for download. Body mass index. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I, yeah, I know what you mean. Or ASCAP, the, yeah, the songwriter. Asshat. Asshat. <laughs> well, Case, lots of people are I'm registered on Asshat. If yeah. they can buy it, do you want to give it away for free? We can put uh, it on our website. Well, you know, let me, I should probably should have talked to the... Uh, How about this? Give it away for free. talk to about it, guys. Give it away for free, but for a, a, a charge. Yes. Yeah. We're going to uh, give, give it away, it away for, for free, free for 99 yeah. cents. Why don't we take the weekend... And think about and it. And come back on Monday and have a plan. <laughs> yes. Uh, that way we don't have to make a decision right now and go, oh, yeah, we should have thought about this or that or whatever. So, um, uh, yeah. all right, we'll consider that. <laughs> yeah, there's How about all coming? profits go to uh, lamps for our office? It looks like it yeah. looks like a free clinic in Lam- our lamps for our office. I think um, it would be awesome set to a, an Eagles hype video. You know, like yeah, the stuff God. that they do every year uh, to get everybody ready. Have they released that yet? No, not okay. yet. It should. I, I thought it should have been released by now. I, I talked to Nick Murphy about doing that. Unfortunately, we're not allowed to use footage. Yeah, the NFL's not, a little No, protective. no, no. They're totally liberal with that stuff. Well, you use the emblem, the logo. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> all you want. Get it. Get in touch with Rob McElhenney. Maybe he'll have. Uh, okay, yeah. he could do something awesome. Uh, He's not busy but, at all, right? No. <laughs> to Nick's point, though, I would be surprised, Case, if there wasn't some general interest on that from their camp. Marissa, mm-hmm. breaking news: The Eagles released it. Casey, yours is better. Oh. Just oh, they saying. released their hype video? I think your song's better. Oh, I was like, they released my I, song? I, I, yeah, I that's what I thought, too. Quick, what are you talking about? They decided to take ownership of it immediately. And yeah, they're, they're, they're charging twelve ninety nine per dollar. <laughs> yeah, uh, nobody will make money except us. <laughs> I think I saw a tweet or something from Fox 29. They were interested in the song, right? Really? Yeah. Oh, Jen I Fred, I think. I think. Yeah, Jen Fred so. yesterday yes. was all over our Twitter. She's like, tell me when it's playing. I want to make sure that I'm in the news van listening to it. And she was. We alerted her this morning. She couldn't believe it was you. Okay, hang on. Let me go to a couple of calls. I have uh, Eric on the line. Hey, Eric, how you doing, man? You guys rock. Thanks, Eric. <gasps> What's up, bud? Casey, it's your friend Eric from Abington. Hey, I got to tell you, I always thought you had a decent singing voice and you have a good speaking voice, but I got to tell you, that was amazing. You should contact the Eagles and see if they can use that like schools have like their 
beautiful songs or whatever. You see, that was phenomenal. Yeah, I wonder if they'd like the suck on my footballs. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> fine. The song, because, yeah. Thanks, Eric. You know that's what, though? My day. Thank you. Oh, that's very cool. And see, that's, that's, that's a really good response. The truth is, you know, they get bombarded with songs all the time. Not as good as this. But song. not as good as this. I'm going to go to Sue. Hey, Sue, good morning. <laughs> She's excited. What's up, Sue? Listen, Casey, I love you, but you kind of drive me crazy sometimes with your stories. You I know, know, right? I wanted to hate it. As soon as I heard the song, I was like, okay, here we go. Another Casey thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so I sweet. freaking loved it. How about that? That's, how, that's as honest as you get. She yeah. despises you most all the other times, <laughs> yes. but loves this song. I'm I'm kind of with her on yeah, that. Like, yeah, I swear to God. Me, yeah. We all know why we're loath. Here, Casey, yeah. Flossie yeah. wants to say Aww, hi. Oh, Flossie. Hi, Flossie. Morning, guys. Hey, uh, did I win the Kathy's Bitch Fox? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're going to Hershey. <laughs> What's hey, up? Listen, I have to tell you, Casey, that was smoking. That was really good. I think you did a really good job on that. And, oh, thanks, And, and the, the guys, when they were Placid Admiral... My, as you know, I think I told you before, my husband's cousin was the lead singer of Placid Apple. I actually, yeah, I remember talking to you about that. That's right. Yeah. He went to Springfield High School. What? What yeah. band? Placid Apple. So when? Oh, I thought she said Placid A Hole. Yeah, Placid A Hole. Placid A Hole. Ladies and gentlemen, Placid A Hole. Why did we use his name again? Impotent moron. Placid A Hole. But when they were Placid Admiral, they actually played at a cookout that we had like 20-something years ago. And they, those guys still rock. I mean, you and them together. The perfect mix. It's like a, you're like a super group. in there. Yeah, really like a super you're, group. You're, Preston, he's like in Asia for our time. Yes. I yes. love it. Yes. All right. Thank you, Flossie. Appreciate Have a good it. Day, guys. Right, see you later. Maybe I could use a, a flaccid a hole for Saint. Maybe we could change our <laughs> oh name. Oh my God! Please. Well, I want to no. change the name of the band. There's your super you group, yeah. right? Yeah. Big, that's your. That's your. Casey, uh, yeah. Let's learn. Let's have you learn a song. And come out and play with us. Yeah, for sure. Why don't you guys learn a song? It's called "Ready to Go." Oh. <laughs> What's it about? <laughs> Only if you come and sing it. All right. Uh, I think we should play it again. Mm. Okay. Right now. Right now. Yeah, like like wow. two for Friday. Holy moly, really? Yeah, for those who might have just tuned in and those who absolutely loved it because Holy it was overwhelming. Let's play it again and then we'll take a break and we'll do the bizarre file. We, we got a lot of stuff All right, to get to. Sure but, thing, uh, man. Wow. I want, what? I love this text. It says the best Eagle song ever. Six guys in a work van. We all want to hear it again. There nice, you go. man. The royalty checks are going to be coming in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank God you took all sorts of legal precautions. <laughs> I just played it. <laughs> right, just yeah. played it for free, and we're announcing we're playing it again for free. Right. Uh, let's do this again. This is for the six guys in the work van. You know who you are. Here it is, Casey with Jealousy Curve and their uh, their Eagles anthem ready to go.
And there it is. One more time. Ready to go, Casey boy. And I understand, and Preston, he wrote that on, on the, Casey, he wrote that, you said, on the harpsichord, which was pretty wild. Which is because I don't even know how to play it. <laughs> this is crazy. I don't even know what one looks like. I had no idea it was one. The music is so good. As I was listening to it, and just the production is just tremendous. We need to give it a, we need to give the band, this group, this this uh, side project a name, though. It can't be just Casey Boy and Jealousy Curve. <laughs> There's got to be a name of some sort. Not we'll Flaccid take... a <laughs> No, no. Well, you know, it's too close to the other one. Okay. Yeah. Animal, yeah. So people might confuse it to. Uh, but we'll take suggestions if you want to text those over as okay. to uh, what we might be able to uh, to call that little How project. about Wings? That was taken. Oh, damn. Paul McCartney. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Hey, it's uh, it's available on the website right now. Are we oh. streaming it or downloading it? Streaming. To, to stream right now, and okay. then we'll figure out what to do after that. I have an open-ended question. You might not have an answer to it, but do you think you might ever perform it live, say, maybe at Camp Out Front? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I kind of like... <clears throat> Did all I could in the studio. <laughs> he, he left it all in the studio. I left it all in the studio. It's it like, like at a certain point, the Beatles stopped, you know, performing live because it was just too intricate. You so know who would be good? Like, good? Good Man Fisk would learn that. They no sure problem. would. Yeah. And, and you could play that. We have so many great sure. bands the yeah. entire week at, at Camp yeah. Out, you know? I mean, just, just a thought. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, you know how David Lee Roth isn't that great in concert? <laughs> But the album cuts yeah. down amazing. Yeah, How about this do, case? He can do flips and all kinds of cool things. I'll do a couple session. somersaults. Yeah. We're missing an obvious shorty long. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, uh, it is now out there and uh, looks like it's overwhelming, Case. Awesome. Overwhelming response. Good to hear. I was a little nervous. I know you were. Yeah. I know you were. But That's n- Casey boy. No need. <laughs> yeah. No need at all. All right. We're going to take a break, but not before we give away some, uh, I think, do we have Burger Brawl uh, We do. Yeah. Give me them theirs. Uh, yep. I- Yep, I got them right here. I will take uh, caller caller number 10 and number 11 to 215-263-WMMR. Going to give you a pair of tickets for the Philly Burger Brawl next Sunday. It's the 15th new location, the Navy Yard. Taste unlimited samples of burgers from the top restaurants in the city. Proceeds go to the Fund for the School Districts of Philadelphia, a nonprofit supporting school literacy through technology. And tickets are on sale now at phillyburgerbrawl.com. More information at WMMR.com. We have both uh, Village Whiskey and Hip City Veg here in our studio. We're going to take a break. Coming back, B-File is on the way next. Stay with us. A new Tool album begets new Tool music in Philadelphia. 93.3 WMMR presents Live in Concert. Tool. November 18th at Wells Fargo Center. Nearly eight years since their last area show and fresh off the release of their latest album, Fear Inoculum. Don't miss the sheer power of Tool. Tickets on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via wellsfargocenterphilly.com. Get details now at WMMR.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I want to mention there's a new Preston and Steve Daily Rush video that is up and running and it's called Regis is Like the Wind. <laughs> and the description reads, she's like the... W- wait, breaking news, Kathy likes little balls in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
Couscous. I don't, I don't even remember. Oh, couscous. Oh, that's okay. right. That's right. Couscous. Cappy likes a couscous. Regis loves couscous and its little balls, and Cappy <laughs> likes little balls in her mouth. Uh, you can watch it now at uh, Sponsor sponsored by uh, Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. And our next guest, who we're not going to have at this very moment, uh, Nico Santos, will be appearing at Punchline. Yes. Tonight and Saturday, 7.39.45. So we'll get him in here in a little while. In the meantime, something else I want to give away. Uh, Casey has been promoting this uh, uh, this event with the uh, Sugar House Casino. It's a the five hundred thousand dollar Pennsylvania Pick'em Football Challenge, guaranteed five hundred thousand dollar prize pool. Yeah, and so to sign up, it's one hundred and fifty dollars uh, to make your picks. We have one of these entries for free. So this is for the season, right, Casey? The entire season, all seventeen weeks. So you have to be at least twenty one years of age. And let's take caller number twenty one. Uh, then all right, two one five two six three WMMR. We will give you one of these right now. So give us a call. Sign up now for one hundred fifty dollars. You can make your week one picks before September eighth. Visit PlaySugarHouse.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So we will take care of you uh, with that. Our friends from the Burger Brawl are here this morning, and that event is coming up next Sunday. So a week from uh, Sunday, it's on the 15th, and it's at a new location in the Navy Yard, and we have Village Whiskey and Hip City Veg, who are both here this morning. We'll do some more giveaways with that in a little bit, but you'll want to get your tickets now at phillyburgerbrawl.com. And, uh, you know, I'd mentioned earlier uh, Village Whiskey celebrating their 10th anniversary. Hip City Veg has locations in Center City and West Philly. Uh, last year, uh, Burger Ball received a ton of requests for a plant-based option, <laughs> and they felt that uh, Hip City Veg would be a great fit. And, of course, they bring delicious vegan food to Philly by presenting it in a form that people already love. And they host a fast food-inspired menu with fresh Often local organic ingredients that help you treat your body well. I just had. Is that I, off the top I, of your I, head? It is. I yeah. just, these are things. Oh my I know. god, that you just think about. <laughs> I just knew that. Yeah. Uh, but I just had uh, the burger that they brought in, and it's phenomenal. They're opening one in uh, in my neck of the woods in Radnor next week. Really? Yeah, right around the corner. Good from, on you, uh, dude. From Radnor High School. By the Excellent. way, I think this year's uh, Burger Ball will be a quantum leap up. I mean, location. Participants, uh, you know, the, the, the vegetarian options, vegan options, yep. it's going to be one not to miss. Nice. All right, we'll do some more giveaways in a little bit with that, but right now, the bizarre file. Yeah. Oh, what? Or we can take another look at traffic. <laughs> no, no, be Here positive. we go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. And I said it all breathy and everything. It was a real good lead-in. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Ruined it. Brought to you by Godshalls, by the way. Check out their new Godshalls packaging where you buy bacon. Easier to read nutrition, like 80% less fat than pork and 6 grams of protein. Real wood-smoked taste Godshalls. So we'll start with this. A group of teenage boys, and of course it would be a group of teenage boys, have been charged in juvenile court after they allegedly tricked some of their teachers into eating food laced with their bodily fluids. Oh, man. And we're talking about both bodily fluids. From boys. Oh, okay. At the time of the incidents, the boys who were attending uh, Oltangie Hyatt's Middle School in Ohio were all 14 years old. Charges were filed earlier this week after an investigation by the sheriff's office, which included sending the food for testing to ensure it was actually contaminated. An attorney for for the accused said in a statement that he believes his clients 
and urged people to remember that they are all 8th grade boys that were influenced by the internet. The boys reportedly planned the plot days prior to the incident. They're putting the spunk in Spunkmire. There you go. And one of the boys put his... You know, stuff yeah. in the school. Uh, he br- he brought it to school in a plastic baggie. Oh, my God. I didn't even know I had that stuff in eighth grade. Do you man. remember when your mom would do, you'd pack the semen for lunch? Yeah. <laughs> During a classroom activity where the students were making crepes. Jesus. The boy put his fluid in the crepe and allegedly gave it to his teacher who consumed it. If you were a teacher, would you ever eat anything your student no. gave you? Uh, the other boys are accused of feeding four different teachers barbecue sauce laced with urine. Uh, attorney Brad Koffel said, I believe this is a form of YouTube flu where kids are influenced by dumb pranks they see on YouTube, celebra- as YouTube celebrities do. It is wow. A, it is a game of getting views, clicks, and likes. He said they are not adults and they are not going to be punished like adults. The licking uh, ice cream thing doesn't seem so bad now. Three of the boys have been uh, charged with assault on a teacher while the other four have been charged with complicity complicity to assault a teacher and all are Jeez. class five felonies. Uh, they will be arraigned later this month. So we'll see what ends up happening with that. Bastards. A 12-year-old boy says he's lucky to be alive after a metal spring from a trampoline shot into his back. Whoa. Did you see the pictures of I this? I did not. So this spring, you know, like is the size of a cigar. Yeah. And it's sticking out of his back. It went all the way into him. Jamie Quinlan was bouncing on a friend's trampoline on Saturday when the spring broke off and became embedded in his back. He said he felt a very Oof. strange sensation in his back, followed by a lot of pain. Ah! His father, Ian, said that his heart dropped and sank down to my knees when he saw the accident. He, uh, Jamie said that the spring was so heavy and added that he could not believe I've been through all of this. Uh, he said, I was lucky that the hook actually broke off, or it could have been a lot worse. Have you ever had a backyard trampoline? Uh, no, I didn't own one. I had yeah. plenty of friends that did, though, so okay. we spent a lot of time on them. Uh, but he said he was taken to the hospital with the spring still impaled in his back. It was removed in an operation under local anesthetic. Oh, what fun. He said he'd been playing in his friend's garden with several other children, and when they came up with the idea of all of them jumping on the trampoline at the same time... Uh, he said he had no idea the spring had ripped through his T-shirt and was lodged in his back. Oh. Uh, the youngster was discharged from the hospital soon after the surgery. He said, I'm a lot better than I was when I had the spring in my back. So. To make matters worse, he had just had a foul-tasting crepe at school. Oh, yeah. God, what a, that's a bad day. It's a bad day. Uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania police say a woman ran afoul of the law. After she tossed a decapitated chicken in the driveway of her ex-boyfriend's home. I'm sending a message. Police say the incident began Tuesday after a domestic dispute involving uh, 29-year-old Yaharia uh, Vasquez and her ex-boyfriend, who investigators declined to name. Police say no one was injured in the dispute, but just before midnight, police say they were called to the ex-boyfriend's home for a report of a suspicious package. It's like if Frank Perdue was a capo. A woman who is related to the homeowner said that she was sitting in her car near the driveway when she saw Vasquez's car drive up the road. (laughs) Vasquez stopped her car in front of her home and tossed a bloody plastic bag out of her window. After tossing the bag, the woman heard Vasquez say, dead people will come after you and drove away. Inside the blood-soaked bag, police said they found a chicken with its head missing. Can I ask you a question? 
Why did he break up with his catch? Uh, the woman told police that Vasquez had previously told her that she had practiced witchcraft. Oh. Police charged Vasquez with harassment, scattering uh, trash, and disorderly conduct. She denied throwing the dead chicken, though. I think something to learn from both these stories is that lunatics love plastic bags. <laughs> All right, then we'll do one more story, and we will wrap it up. Let's end with a with a positive note. Yes. A five-year-old boy who was thrown off the third-story balcony of the Mall of America in Minnesota. You remember I this? I did see this story, yeah. By a stranger uh, returned home after five months of medical care. So I, I never heard the follow-up. I didn't know how bad this kid right, right. The family of Landon Hoffman announced on GoFundMe that the boy completed inpatient rehabilitation and is now home. This guy just randomly threw him off, right? Yep. He will enter the next phase of recovery and receive outpatient rehabilitation for multiple injuries and adjusting to life back at home and school. Uh, in August, he was uh, moved from the hospital's intensive care unit into the rehab program. Uh, he's required multiple surgeries for head trauma and broken bones since the attack. In April, a man who did not know Landon or his family grabbed the boy and threw him the nearly 40 feet to the ground off the third-story balcony. That man, 25-year-old Emmanuel Aranda, was charged with attempted premeditated murder. He had pleaded guilty. He's doing 19 years in prison. He had allegedly told investigators he went to the mall, quote, looking for someone to kill after past instances of women repeatedly rejecting his advances. Well, now it makes sense. Yeah, so, you know. Anyhow, uh, the kid's doing better, which is wonderful news. And yeah, that's yeah. That's it in the bizarre file. All right, we're going to take a break. Let's give away some of those uh, Burger Brawl passes. Let's do that. Uh, we'll do caller number 10 at 215-263-WMMR. You'll be able to go there on Sunday the 15th at the new location, the Navy Yard. Give us a call right now if you want to buy your tickets, phillyburgerbrawl.com. More information is also at WMMR.com, 215-263-WMMR. When we come back, a little bit more of the A to Z, Nico Santos yes. will be in our studio. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guest is going to be performing at uh, Punchline tonight and uh, tomorrow, 7.30 and 9.45. There are shows and they're available at punchlinephilly.com. You may have seen him on the television series Superstore or... Uh, Crazy Rich Asians, yeah, standout role in that. Please welcome to our studio, Mr. Nico Santos. Yeah. Good morning, Nico. Good morning. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. You've been to Philadelphia before. First time in Philly. Hey, welcome. Yeah, I, nice. I'm loving it so far. It's awesome. Yeah. There's yeah. a great vibe to the to the city. As you're saying, there's going to be great weather this weekend, so you'll yep. have a lot of people out and about looking to do stuff. They're going to come see you. Please, please come see me. I'm excited to to eat my way through uh, through your wonderful town. Feel free. There's yes. plenty. Actually, plenty to do. are you a bit of a foodie? I am. I went to Zahav last night. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, it was amazing. Okay, it was great. Nice. And, uh, people keep telling me I need to have this uh, this roast pork broccoli rob sandwich thing. Yep. <laughs> yeah, broccoli rob's a big thing here. Yeah. Is mm. it? It is. It does. Is it cares. bigger than kale in L.A.? Or? <laughs> we were talking about. We were just talking about kale, and and uh, my my introduction to kale. And I don't know. I'm not well versed, but I love kale. But I there are apparently a couple of different types of kale. And the first type I was introduced to was like eating shrapnel. 
<laughs> and then the other, there's a, another type of kale that was a lot better, and now that's the kale I'm hooked on. It's the kale's delicious. We just put it in everything in L.A. Oh, do you? Yeah. Your, your coffee, your smoothie. <laughs> it's not uh-huh. delicious, though. I think I it mean, is. Listen, you put enough dressing on kale. It's <laughs> yeah, delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Covered yeah. it in ranch. Right. Gravel is delicious yeah. if you put enough it's, dressing it's, on it. Yeah. It's terrestrial radio. You can't say the yes word. Oh. Yeah. Oh, really? I know. Womp, you mentioned L.A. How long yeah. have you lived in Los Angeles? Ten years. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I read that you were born in the Philippines. I lived there until you were a teenager. I, yes. And then I, when I was 16, I moved to Oregon. That okay. seems the likely place to go to from the yeah, Philippines. Yeah, I moved to, um, yeah, from Manila, Philippines to Gresham, Oregon, because I wanted <laughs> to know what regret felt like. <laughs> um, yes. And I was, interesting but, move. But, uh, and then off, and then from there to L.A.? Uh, San Francisco, then Los Angeles. All right, all right, but I started yeah, doing comedy in, in, in San Francisco, and then, um, yeah, and then I moved to L.A. because I was going to try and make it. And then uh, <laughs> it was pretty pretty hard for a few years. I dated a Filipino girl for several years, yeah. and uh, her parents were straight from the Philippines, and uh, they, they did not care for her dating a white boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really? They, yeah, they were, they were very... You have a history of that. Uh, I, yeah, she, well, Preston has a history of the Jewish parents. Jewish girl, her parents didn't want to meet I don't think that it's... Yeah. Because you're white. I just think they didn't like you. Shut <laughs> up. Nobody seems to like you. It was probably just because you weren't like a doctor or a lawyer. That's probably what, what it was. That's part of it. Like my, no, my mom doesn't care that my boyfriend is, is white because I finally told her, that, well, he went to Harvard. It's like, oh. <laughs> Good job. Good oh, job. God. Now, her, her parents were very, very strict Catholic. And I did not know yeah. that about the Philippines, about yes. that it's a it's a very. Very Catholic country. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, I went to private Catholic school for like 15 years. Okay. You got a good education yeah. then. I did yeah. have a great education. So, so Scarred the, for life. Scarred for life. Great education. <laughs> the balance. Scarred for life. Good it's SAT scores. It's a trade-off. <laughs> um, Crazy Rich Asians uh, debuted a couple of months ago on, I think, HBO is running yeah. it. Uh, yes. And so it's it's on constantly. And I have watched it several, several times. <laughs> it's such a great, fun, hilarious movie. Uh, and the dynamic, your your character is is wonderful in it. You, you had so much fun with it. It looks like it was a lo- it was a lot of fun to do. Um, you know, I, I I fell in love with the book. I fell in love with the character. I had a very specific vision of what I wanted to do for the character. And it was funny when I auditioned for it. Um, I always had his voice in mind. Yeah, yeah. And then when I auditioned for it, they were like, "Great, we love the accent. Um, let's do one take without the accent, just so they have it." Mm-hmm. And I had never rehearsed the character that way before, and. <laughs> It was as if I was speaking English for the first time. <laughs> right. And I really thought I blew it in the audition. Uh, Had but... you settled on eight, eight, something other than a British accent or? No, I, I, it was always going to be British to me because of his upbringing. Okay. You know, but I, but that is kind of the, that is a, 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 a prevalent accent. There are a lot of, of, of British accents yes. in that area. In Singapore? It's, it's in Singapore. If you're, if you're, if you're uh, you know, come from a wealthy family, you get sent to boarding school in England. Right. Okay. And, and, and so it, it, all that rang true. Did yeah. you have to audition directly for the director? It was John Chu? I just auditioned for um, for the, the casting director. Okay. And I actually didn't hear for weeks. And they actually at one point told me that, um, we're so sorry, but you uh, you didn't get it. Oh. Like, they were going to pass. And I was like, oh, I thought I did well, I guess. <laughs> you know, that's the business. Yeah, I'm just going to hold back to my, to my apartment. Um, and then they got a call and they were like, guess what? You're still in the running. Just wait. And I was waiting for like a call back or like, uh. a second round of auditions. And 
And uh, then I just, uh, they were like, we're booking a ticket to Malaysia. You're flying to Malaysia next week. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it all happened sort of like within three weeks. It was kind of fast. Um, you and Aquafina have uh, several scenes together. Yeah. You guys play off each other wonderfully. She's amazing. I was curious. Yeah. She, yeah, she was uh, uh, surprised to me because I wasn't that familiar with she her. She came out of nowhere. Than her music career. Yeah, she stole that movie. Uh, yeah. Totally. Just, uh, yeah. And so there's a sequence where you and her are uh, having the main character, Rachel, go through uh, wardrobe changes. Yes. I'm assuming they let you guys just riff, and a lot of those lines are ones you the came up with. The entire scene was improvised, basically. I, that, okay. Because we didn't know which which of the what gowns were going to get cleared for the makeover scene. So we had a few pictures the night before, and then like some more gowns like the day of. So there were uh, John Chu was so gracious enough to be, to let us play and like do whatever you guys want and just took hours of film and you just let us really have at it. It was really the, wonderful. The clown tampon was probably my favorite line <laughs> of that, that sequence. That one gets, uh, yeah, it gets stopped a lot. <laughs> that was good. People are just like, clown tampon. Yeah. We had, <laughs> we had your, uh, uh, Jimmy O. Uh, oh, Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, he's yes. great. He was in here Jimmy. and he was, he was yeah. talking about, because I think we're all drawn to look at an opulent lifestyle and like mm-hmm. that... I was on board figuratively uh, when uh, you know they're traveling over in that super incredibly uh, wonderful first class, yeah. fly, you know the section, so on and so forth. But he said, relatively speaking, the budget for the movie was was low, and it was done with a lot of smoke and mirrors. Yes, I mean that is that is the magic of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean for uh, it, it was it was done for uh, for a relatively small budget, and that's why our, our production designers. I mean, I, I was surprised they didn't get nominated for an Oscar because they really... It looks lavish. I mean, they made... You know, the the, the, the estate, the, the big mansion where we filmed it, was a um, an old hotel in Malaysia that uh, the Queen of England used to stay at when back when Malaysia was still a commonwealth of, 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 of England. England, yeah. yeah and um, it was a run-down, dilapidated property. And it the, looked great. It was amazing. And <laughs> yeah. there were literally like the room that we were in were, was all done up, and the room next to us was all boarded up. And there were like feral dogs <laughs> running around, and like bats flying through the set. Wow. We were like, they were like, hold for bats. <laughs> hold for bats. You don't hear that a lot yeah. on a movie, yeah. hold for bats. Like, yeah. Hey, you're just going to hold for bats. <laughs> what happens to a place like that after the filming is finished? I, they just, I don't know, it goes back to being dilapidated. Yeah. Dogs, the dogs yeah. take over the nice room, too. Yeah, just the like... dogs are filming a movie now. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. Uh, that's, that's, I'm a fan of, of Superstore. I think it's 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 a good show. I think it's really well written. I don't think it gets a lot of the... Uh... We're kind of like an under-the-radar show. It's, it's kind of like, you know, we've been on for five seasons. Yeah. Um, we, we have an extremely amazing fan base. It's very loyal. Uh, the critics love us, but... Um, yeah, it's just like, uh, I mean, I'm very thankful to our fans and, and the critics. They do love us, but, uh, it's, it's not like it, it, it hasn't like been talked about, um, as much as, uh, some of the, some of the other shows. But, it, it's so weird because I remember like when, when Brooklyn Nine-Nine came out, it won like uh, the Golden Globe for the first season. And then it's just like, the show is sharp. Like your show is sharp. It's sharply written. The ensemble sharp. And then just kind of get, man, you know, and it, for some reason, but the fans love it. It gets supported. The fact that it's renewed yeah. is great, but I've always, I've always contended that in in a a large department store or in a mall setting, having worked in them periodically, you know, in the earlier parts of my life, there are tons of dramas and stories and sub stories. It's every it's like a paint place in every store. And did you ever work in in retail? I like worked that? in retail. I worked in, in San Francisco. I worked in retail for eight years, but I worked like super bougie retail. Oh, did, oh, so did I worked you? in like Neiman Marcus and Christian Dior. 
selling like you know like ten thousand dollar gowns in hand. All right, wow. so so let me ask you a question about that because I've I've walked into some of these bougie retails yeah. and I get treated a little bit weird, uh-huh. uh, and I and I and I can't <laughs> help but think to myself, and this is going to sound a little a holeish. Uh-huh. Dude, you're working in retail. Like, why are you acting like you drive a Bentley? This is my biggest pet peeve. Because <laughs> also, when I when I you know I, I work that job, and so when I walk to a store like that, and people are really snotty, I'm like, you sell the product. Yeah, you can't afford the product. Yes, <laughs> don't be putting on airs like you're you know a, a freaking like Vanderbilt. Okay. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. So I'm not an a hole. Am I? Just you're like... not an a hole. And also, right. like you know, you're in the business of customer service. Just do your Freaking job! Yeah, <laughs> you'll see that though. They'll they'll put on some and some, the places yeah. that know how to do it right will will take. They don't know because I'm sure in, in your life you've encountered people you would never know had the money. Oh. Yeah, and, and this is actually how I built, like, some of my best clients when I worked in San Francisco because somebody would walk in um, just dressed like Joe Schmo, yeah. and then they would, like, I'd like I'd like these pair of shoes. I'm like, that's $2,000. They're like, great, send me a new pair every three months. <laughs> and then and then I look up this, this person, and they're like, oh, they're the CEO of whatever company. There you go. Yeah. So did you, you had, and, and that's, I assume that's sort of the goal is to build up a clientele. You're, you're people yes. who come to see you specifically. Yes, you're, you're regulars. Right. You know, right. basically, like, you're dealing with, like, you know, I mean, it's like the crazy rich Asians, <laughs> right? Right, know, right. Like the, the the society housewives of, of of the town who have like the ballet and the symphony and the opera to go to. And, did you mm-hmm. did you deal with super wealthy um, Asian businessmen yeah. and women? Yeah, yeah. I had clients who I'd never met in person. Really? Yeah. Who would, who I would just work with their personal assistants. I had clients who would shop and be like, um, "I need three of." Like, whatever they bought, they need three of each because they would just, ha- they hated packing and they would just have one sent to each of their homes. Right. Wow. Um, you know, I mean, I aspire to live like this one day. Yeah. Sure. Yes, of course. <laughs> what, was the, what was the biggest sale you ever, what was the biggest one time purchase? One time purchase? Yes. $60,000. Wow. For two items. For two items? Yes. A bag and a bracelet. Oh my God. And who, do you remember who it was? Some housewife. Do you remember what cost more? Was it the bag or the bracelet? It was the bag. Oh my God. It was a crocodile bag. <laughs> Still alive? Did it come with a crocodile? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they just put I'm a like, handle. Now you're going to have to be really careful when you walk out the store. <laughs> Feed it every three hours. You know, you get a little grumpy. So just good luck, ma'am. Good luck. It's now, funny when you look into the, like, the Neiman Marcus I, the calendar, I mean, the, the catalog. For a while, I think it was Neiman Marcus used to sell like the, Arabian horses. Yeah. Yeah, they have this really lavish Christmas catalog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and you would be able to buy like like tree houses or something it's just really <laughs> it is it is amazing you sort of uh encounter people who shop at those stores like they're shopping at target yeah and and people walk in i'm like you just spent my like what i make an entire year yeah. on one single item yeah so is your bag very expensive that you're wearing today i mean it's not from target <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Listen, I have worked very hard. Yes. I have struggled for very long, and I am going to enjoy the fruits of my labor. I think it's a cool. Oh, wow. I, I complimented you on it because I think I hate carrying stuff in in my pockets. You know, and, and as it, it starts to get, filled. we were talking about I this. I am all day. about. I am all about a purse. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. even call it a purse. <laughs> I, I don't care what a man purse is. It's a purse. It's a bag. Yeah. Bags have no gender, people. <laughs> so just, I, I don't like carrying stuff in my pocket. So I just, uh, I put dude, it in my listen, pocket. my best friend all yeah. the time 
would have me carry his stuff and like like I was his boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, and he would go. I don't like. It makes me like my, my pants feel all bulky. I was like, and but you're gonna make my pants feel all bulky, <laughs> yeah. dude. Is that Jeff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But if you have cargo shorts, I mean, it's like a lot of my space fans wear cargo shorts. And I'm like, well, you got space in your pocket. (laughs) These are slim jeans. (laughs) It won't work. That's why we wear cargo pants. (laughs) Um, So you've had some success, Nico. So what was your first big purchase uh, after like a a decent paycheck? Um, I bought bought this watch. Actually, I bought this watch um, uh, last year. And uh, I mean, I, I bought like other stuff, but, yeah. but this watch was particularly special to me because it's a watch that I saw at Newman Marcus when I worked there 16 years ago. Wow, that's, that's cool. awesome. I told no. myself, I fell in love with the watch and I told myself, it's like, I am never going to be able to afford this no matter how, how hard I work in my life. It's too much. And then last, last year for my birthday or the year before uh, when I turned 39, I didn't have a party or anything. And then I was just walking by the store and I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I deserve it, and I, I walked in and, and I was like, I bought it. And every time I look at it, I just, I just remember like the the years where I literally only had ramen to eat for yeah. like three months, you know, of my life, and couldn't afford my rent, and and like just all the blood, sweat, and tears that it took took for me to to get to the place where I am. So that's awesome. I that's don't, I don't regret it one bit. Right. Good for you. So you came on my radar recently with uh, you know Crazy Rich Asians, but obviously you've been doing stand up. Uh, how long has that been in your life? I've been doing stand up for a while. Um, at least like 13, 14 years now. Okay. A lot of people actually um, only know me as an actor. It's, it's kind of weird that uh, when I moved to L.A., I only intended to do stand-up. And then for whatever reason, it, uh, it had pivoted to acting and I, I booked more acting roles. So I had to put stand-up in the back burner. But uh, a lot of people sort of know me more as an actor, but they don't realize when I, whenever I'm at a club, they're like, oh, my God, you're, like, really funny. And I didn't know you did stand-up. I'm like, I've been doing this forever. Right. <laughs> a lot of people that we get who come through who are comedians and actors, uh, you know, the, the and, and do both, they – when we ask what is the the preference, if they're going to pick a preference, it's the stand up because it's the most immediate, and you're you're it's you communing with the audience. Um, uh, and, and is that the same with that whole true for you as well? Well, I mean, it's apples and oranges. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I you exercise a different creative muscle when you're doing uh, comedy acting on television. Right. Um, it, there's nothing like stand up. It is like the rush that you get when when you're really killing on stage. It, it is amazing. Um, but also the feeling of like when you bomb is <laughs> the worst feeling in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but and 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 uh, you know when I started uh, doing acting uh, on on a comedy series. Um, yeah, it was just like a different muscle. And yeah. It's, it's improvisation and, and a different type of uh, uh, comedy. So um, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I, I would love, you know, in the best of both worlds, I would love to do. Yeah. Both maintain. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've never been on an audition, but when you're in on in an audition, are you allowed to do improv? Or you, are you strictly have to stick to the lines? It depends on the project. There what are, about Crazy Rich Asians? Uh, Crazy Rich Asians, uh, we, were, we were allowed to do... Whatever we wanted. I, even at the audition, I kind of like added some stuff. Um, the my audition for Superstore was the same thing. I kind of added some stuff, and we are allowed to improvise in Superstore as well. But I've been on auditions where they're like, I would begin to improvise an audition, and they would stop me. They're like, stop, 
stick to the script. <laughs> Don't put nothing funny or whatever. I'm like, huh? All right. I mean, this is what you bought me here for. But I guess if you want to be boring, yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, I did not book that job. <laughs> sure, we'll do it. The, we'll do it the boring way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you're just jumping in, it's uh, Nico Santos who's joining us. Going to be at Punchline uh, Philly tonight and Saturday. I've had a couple people. Somebody was telling me over the weekend, like, I I love that movie, Crazy Rich Asians. I hope they do a sequel. And I, I was like, I don't think you really need to. I'm sure you would love it because it's another great paycheck. Yes. Uh, but I'm, I'm like, you know what? The story, it, it wrapped up nicely. Yeah. Yes, we, we hope that they everybody gets along after mm-hmm. this and they live happily ever after. But what would your thoughts be well, I mean, on a sequel? And, and is there uh, rumblings of that? There are, there are, there are sequels. Wow. Um, okay. I mean, there are three books to the series. Okay, I wasn't aware. So, okay. um, the, the, the movie's based on uh, um, a trilogy. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, I mean, there are, okay. there, are, um, there are plans for uh, sequels. Well, for good for movie. you. Yeah, if there's more um, than one book, they have to. Yes, yes. <laughs> I like that. Listen, it, it's, it's, it, 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 was, it struck at the right time. You had yeah. the, the full cast, which was tremendous. A lot of, um, who do we have in here was, was talking about it as well. Um, I forget, but, it, but basically saying it just a, a lot of work for uh, for for actors who who otherwise would be overlooked yeah. for roles, and then you have then to work with like Michelle Yeoh, you know, who's, oh my god, who's a yeah. legend. That was to me was like the, uh, what I was freaking out about. I she mean, was also like the nicest, most gracious person. Is she? Ever. She's incredible. She was like, and she also just carried herself so elegantly. She was like a royal. <laughs> Oh, She's like her, um, but I mean that I watching her through years and years and years of of of, of Hong Kong movies and and action movies yeah. and and where she's just a mega badass. She was such a perfect choice for that role. She really it was really nice to see her in this role because, like you said, you know I've just seen her in roles where she just kicked butt yeah. all the time, and to see her in sort of like a more subdued, restrained role was really wonderful. Nice. So, is there any? So, uh, John Chu, I know I, I think he's working on a whole bunch of different projects right now, so that it, it's not likely. But do you think they? I mean, will do you think the the second one? We're slated we to uh, to shoot it uh, late twenty twenty. Nice, excellent. So that is that is what I've heard through through uh, the the trade papers. All right. <laughs> okay. Check the trades. Check the trades. Uh, Eat your kale. Check the trades. That's what we're talking to town. Okay? <laughs> well, listen. Uh, like I said, Nico is playing tonight at uh, Punchline. It's his first time in Philadelphia. Please make him welcome. Go out and see the show. Have a great time. Seven thirty and nine forty five each night, and you can get the tickets at punchlinephilly.com. Great to meet you, Nico. Nice to meet you all. Continued success. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Nico Santos, guys. Taking a break. We'll be right back. Our buddy Robert Irvine is going to be here, and I think we might throw Mr. Jose Garces on the mic with him as well. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We are amongst culinary royalty in our studio this morning. Uh, first of all, the the Burger Brawl gang are here today. And thank you to Rob Wasserman, by the way, owner of Rouge on Rittenhouse Square and the founder of the Philadelphia Burger Brawl uh, for partnering with us. He is here. And, of course, uh, we have Hip City Veg, which brought in some ph- phenomenal burgers. And a gentleman we're welcoming to the microphone, an old friend of ours and owner of Village Whiskey, owner of Garces Group, Jose Garces. Is here with us. Good to see you, Jose. Great to be here. And wonderful to have a friend sitting right next to you. He's in to promote the headlining or headlining the fight on McKenna's Foundation's first annual Bite for the Fight Food Festival. Has a lot to say. A lot of Fs. But we'll explain it all. It's Robert Irvine. 
What's up, Irvine? How you doing? What's up? Nice to see you, buddy. Um, <laughs> Kathy, can I follow you around all day? When you do, when you do the, the, the traffic, it's, it's so sexy. To turn you on? Yeah, really? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's he, she can record some for you. She has a 900 <laughs> line you can yeah. call. Yeah. Give me your number. I'll leave I, I you voicemail. I lose a lot of money that way. <laughs> hey, so how long have you guys uh, been acquaintances, known each other? Or oh. Long time? Uh, since he was about two years old. That's right, yeah. Uh, I think Maybe 15 I like years? Fixed. Yeah, mm-hmm. long time. Oh, say you were uh, Robert's original trainer in the gym, correct? There was I guy. was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he used to pass me the weight. <laughs> the two pound weights. Yeah. What, what, is the, what is the quote-unquote celebrity chef community like? I mean, does everybody kind of know each other, even though you may not have met? You see, you know, you, I mean, you know who people are. I mean, I think, you know, so Robert and I have... have Gone. We'd go way back uh, to um, some projects in, in Atlantic City where we first met uh, right. qu- quite quite a quite a bit ago. But I think what's great about the chef community and this, call it the celebrity chef community, you, you see each other and it's like um, you, you pick know, right up. You pick right up. Yeah. yeah. So I saw Robert. He was like, "This guy is just so warm and." Dude, you look good. It's a sexual thing. It's right? a sexual. It's totally it's sexual. We understand it. Hey. Frustration on his part, but he's getting that. We're saying it's all we can do from banging him. It's, That's it's, it's it. Hey. Uh, you know what you I want to say? once, you can't go back, right? <laughs> you got to make sure you liked it. Um, I would say this also with you guys is that um, all of you guys uh, are very charitable. And it's not mm. – there's there, in the community – all you guys are all involved in multiple charities and, and outreaches and, and making sure that people who don't have get. And, and it's a cool thing to see. And we see that a lot and a lot in this city, a lot in Philadelphia. There are people in different, you know, like the the, the, the coaches and stuff. They reach across different, you know, sports or whatever. They all work together to, to do to do positive things. And that's got to make you all feel good that that on that level alone, you guys are achieving a lot. Yeah, and the end of the day, you know, uh, chefs are, are very phil- philanthropic. Yeah, for sure. You know, they drink hard, they play hard, and uh, they want to make sure that people less fortunate are taken care of. Uh, and, you know, you only got to look at uh, Jose out in the Bahamas right now, uh, doing great stuff. Uh, so yeah, we we band together for natural disasters. We band together for for cities, towns, you name it. Uh, it's pretty cool to help yeah. each other. I think yeah. I mean, just get, as as chefs, giving back is just feels natural. We're we're always feeding and and hospitality is in our blood, so um, just seems like a natural piece. But just to you know, speak on uh, Jose Andreas's work in World, World Central Kitchen. He's in the Bahamas, you know, working on um, you know um, Hurricane Dorian relief, and it's just I've been so inspired watch watching him um, do his thing. I would love to. I was thinking about going to the Bahamas myself. I just don't think it. get on a plane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's it's pretty awesome work. Yeah, well, he's got a, a great bunch of guys. Not only there, I mean Haiti. Everywhere there's a disaster, you, you'll find World Central Kitchen. Jose's somewhere doing something. Uh, we do on the military side. He does on the civilian side, and uh, it's just great when you see a group of people that have a common goal, and that's simply to help people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and what bonds you two together as well is, you, I'm, I know you were seduced by Jose, uh, by uh, Robert's love of crockpots. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh. we, we, had, we had Robert judge a, a crockpot competition we had here in the studio one time. I am a crockpot master, by the way. And by the way, I'm going to be, yeah. be at What a Crock at Boost uh, Corner tonight. 
Really? From 4 to 6 there p.m. There you go. Robert, come what do you think? Come on. Please come and hang out, come on, and hang out with me. <laughs> you I should come out. Eagles. You come and cook a crock pot with the Eagles on that you know, <laughs> pregame. Yeah, see how far you get with that. I got a crock pot. Well, let's mention, let's mention the event that you're promoting, Robert, which is the uh, Bite for the Fight. And this is uh, wonderful because it helps kids and families fighting pediatric cancer. I saw a story the other day of this little girl who was... Diagnosed with cancer and it's terminal cancer, and I, it's I know that it's hard to, to use that word terminal cancer. But oh my god, yeah, like five years old, and it's like you. Can, I mean, it's just so unfair. It's unbelievable. But there are kids that do have a fighting chance at it, and this is going to help out with that. How'd you get involved with this? It's uh, funny. Her dad group? was with Comcast. I met her dad probably five or six years ago, uh, and he was on the top floor of the Comcast building. And his daughter's little girl, no hair, you know, tubes everywhere. Oh, mm-hmm. And I walked into the glass window on purpose. <laughs> just, just so she would laugh. Get her a and, laugh, and yeah. I did. Yeah. And she got cleared for uh, for many years, three years she was cleared, and it came back and oh. with a vengeance. It was, it was terrible. And uh, her dad, Rich Massey, and mom, uh, doing a great job taking her legacy and, and continue to help folks that uh, kind of help themselves. And that's going to be... Uh, Tomorrow, which is pretty cool. Oh, we're we're blessed to live in a city where we have a chop and so many great uh, medical facilities, and you know, providing all this stuff. And and um, you know, um, we all our doctor uh, Mike Sergliano always says, we're, you know, we're we're right on the cusp, we're right on that that next huge jump forward. We're kind of living in the best of times for a lot of the treatment, so it's right there. Yeah. So every effort that's made is really helping mm-hmm. to get towards that 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 goal. Well, and I've I've done a lot of work with LLS. My nephew has leukemia, and um, one of the great things, Steve, to that point is that when you attend events like Bite for the Fight, when you when you benefit these charities, that money goes right into research, yep. and it makes immediate impact. For kids who are dying of cancer, and these treatments are so effective that they are saving lives for kids that would have died ten years ago. And this is like this is immediate need and immediate help, and it gets right out there into um, into hospitals, into places like Chop. Um, and so, Robert, you know, I'm sure you can speak to what McKenna's going through, but this doesn't ju- doesn't just help her. Obviously, it helps a lot of kids that are dealing with that with this t- terrible yeah, disease I and mean, their families. It's just just the families have to deal with it and, and the bills that come up, and uh, obviously. McKenna passed a while ago, a couple of years ago. Mm. Uh, suddenly, I went into hospital one day and, and was messing around. Next day, it, it's gone. She, yeah. Um, that's devastating for any family. I have kids, obviously. Um, and, and what McKenna's dad, Rich, is doing and his mom is, uh, you know, paying it forward, raising money so we can help those families that they can't help themselves. You know? yeah, yeah. And you see what the community does for one another. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it is awful and it's heart-wrenching, but when you – this silver lining of – families helping one another it's uh it's a real um testament to the city and, and you know what? probably the biggest eagles fan the wall i mean uh, she were, you know the, the eagles did a great job with her obviously and uh we're gonna do it do it up lots of chefs there tomorrow lots of fun stuff so and that's it and it, it, all of these things uh, we i ended up you know when i had my my prostate cancer in 2014 and uh, had the operation. I'm doing great, but started. You know, a lot of these charities. I'm Mr. Prostate Point out, and do a lot of these charities and these events are always up, and they're always good, and they're always positive. So, and this is a so you know, uh, your event, Robert, is is going to be the same, and it's it's a great way to get a lot of really good stuff, make it make a difference. So, what can we expect at the event? Lots of food, Davios, uh, Robert Ryan Catering, American Pub, Liberty Union, Stable 12, Fry's Catering, Harry Savoy Grill, Octopus Garden. Mm. I mean, there's 20-plus chefs there. Wow. If you can't get a good good plate of food, <laughs> right. uh, you should beat Justin Leonard up or something. <laughs> just because he's there. Uh, Stellar Artois Brewery, my boardroom will be there. Uh, Maniac Brewery, Stable 12 Brewery, Twin Valley Coffee. I mean, there's just a lot of people. Yeah. Everybody sees, uh, just like Nick said, everybody sees the need for this. 
uh, make it lighthearted, have some food, you know, make some money and uh, help some folks. I mean, you you never get an option to get, you know, you it's like you can't walk into any place that has a buffet from all these places and you go and you're going to get this. And we will tell you what to eat and <laughs> you will eat it. And you will love it. And you By will the way, drop 200 bucks. Tickets tickets available at bitefortheflight.com and if you want to make donations, you can also do fightonmckenna.org if for some reason you can't make it. But it's from noon to 4 tomorrow in Phoenixville. Oh, it should be cool and the weather's going to be gorgeous. It's going to yeah. be a beautiful day. So get out there. Hey, I want to ask you about uh, something I think that you were supposed to film, but it looks like it might be canceled. The Restaurant Impossible with the Michaels Restaurant out in Bucks County. Yeah, we were. It's it's moved up to uh, something New York, uh, New Jersey somewhere. Yeah, something went wrong. Listen, I just show up where they tell me. Get (laughs) get in the car and go over there. Yeah, I'm filming on Tuesday somewhere, right? Just say yes. Where? <laughs> All right. Okay, but it's not Michael's. It's not we, Michael's. Because we grew up going there, you know, a bunch of my friends. So when, when uh, you know, we saw that this, it, it went on the text chains and everyone was like, we want to go. We want to see the oh, filming. Oh, would have been easy. We're not doing it now. And now you're not doing it. <laughs> Apparently we're doing some other place. <laughs> <laughs> so you're deeply invested. Listen, listen. <laughs> this, this is the end. Of, this week's the end of season 15. Unbelievable. Jeez, we're already halfway yeah, through yeah. season 16. Wow. So, Your next series should be called F This Place. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Gordon's got the rap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the F word. Wow. So so you, you know, just on top of running restaurants and all that, you have the TV show. You do. You have your charitable organizations. Who handles you? Is it your wife? or I mean, She wished. She's in Vegas right now gambling somewhere. Yeah? Yeah. But she wishes she could handle me. So your you, wife you handles you a lot. There's no way you can do all this stuff yourself. Well, we have, we have a lot of people, for sure. Obviously, Justin runs uh, main day-to-day. But we have a lot of the food company, the protein bar company. We have a lot of people. Wow. Um, but I just came back from Fleet Week uh, Sunday with all the sailors out in L.A. Uh, that was hilarious. <laughs> all these sailors think they can cook and the Marines can cook. And then the coasties come in and take it, and you know it's funny. Really, yep. Canadians think they can cook, and they can't really. But <laughs> I tell my wife that, and she's like, "Yeah, we can." We can. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, where'd you, throughout your military experience and all of um, the bases, and which what what base that you've been to, or what branch, or what Navy, Army, Air Force, who routinely delivers the best chefs, the best culinary experience? Um, it's got to be, I would say, the Air Force for food, but the Army coming out strong behind it. There's a big change in feeding in the military right now, um, obviously for resiliency for the right. families and for the men and women. But I got a chance to go to Dover Downs Air Base last week, and I watched the, mov- the movie uh, taking chance. Yeah, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I shouldn't do that. Oh, that is an amazing movie. movie. I haven't yeah. seen it. Oh, it's he's, he's about returning a, a you know a warrior from the war field, battlefield. Yeah. Um, but what an amazing job that they do there! I you, you know putting or bringing home yeah. a fallen hero with a dignity and respect. And I thought, oh, I'd watch this movie the day before. <laughs> I was up till four o'clock in the morning crying my eyes. Yeah, yeah. You, and you, I end up there at nine. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns into a blubbering mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Preston, Kevin's job is to uh, to let the families know when people have passed. You know, military uh, returning yeah. vets, and and he so he'll he'll greet the families and often in Philadelphia Airport. Um, but it's based on a true story, and then escort the remains or escort the the coffin down to Dover. Dignified transfers, yeah, to their final resting place. But oh, it's wow. it's a great movie, and uh, it it surfaces on HBO from time to time. Okay, yeah. all right, then yeah. taking chance. I will put that on the list for sure. Good, good shout out to them folks down there. What would you guys say for people who want to get in into your business? Not necessarily the the restaurant business, but the chef business. 
Um, are there, uh, like I know some people who have gone to CIA, and that's obviously a huge school. Is that the recommended course of action if you want to be a chef? I mean, I think that's a that's a good start, but really uh, finding your passion in, in the industry in, in whatever shape or form it is, whether it's whether it's restaurants, um, catering, all, all different. There's so many different avenues of hospitality, but figuring out what it is. Did you know that, immediately what you yeah. what you wanted to do? No, I, did, I actually didn't even know. I um, he still I, does. Not. I had a talent. <laughs> <laughs> I went to uh, I went to cooking school and and discovered that I could you know, make things yeah. taste good and, like, you know, really have fun with ingredients mm-hmm. and didn't have that growing up. I just knew I liked to eat more right. than anything else. <laughs> yeah, right. Here's the thing nowadays, uh, our old school way of thinking is not the way new. I mean, sorry, millennials want it and want it now. And they want to be famous. They want to, They don't want to work. And the trouble is when you go into this field, you've got to work for somebody that's not going to pay you, that's going to work you hard, and when you, you're either going to stay six months or you're not. Right. And if you don't, you know it's not for you. It's not. It's not like you're getting a paycheck. And this is the worst job in the world, guys. It's not the easiest job. And I want to dissuade all those people. <laughs> yeah. Because because they think they're going to get a TV show. They think they're going to work nine to five. And it doesn't work like that. No. Yeah. It does not work like yeah, that. You got you got to put your dues in. You know. I think I I worked on the line. I worked. Um, gosh, worked abroad, but just for about ten years before I even had you know had the good fortune to. Uh, Get a break on TV, so it's it's tough work. Like, You've got to legitimately love it. You got to love. It. You got to be passionate, and that's that's about cooking yeah. in general. You know, you have to be passionate about it. If you want something to taste good, you got You got to love it. You got to love being there. Love doing it. I uh, I've worked in, in in a few kitchens and you know just regular standard family restaurants and stuff like that. But uh, there Trigger was always metal. there was always the dynamic between uh, kitchen and wait staff, and boom. You know, I mean, there was always a little bit of tension there. Does that exist in the uh, in the higher end restaurants as well? Is there definitely a difference between kitchen and and wait staff? Well, I, I think that you know, traditionally in our industry, the wait staff always made more money than the cooks. Yeah. So that that right away starts. You know, hey, you know, we're busting our butts back here. You guys are making all the money, right? Uh, so I think that you know. It's evening out now. Obviously, there's a lot, lot, lot of things moving forward with you know labor rates and right. getting things more on equal ground. Have you guys ever seen a fist fight in the kitchen before? <laughs> we haven't started any. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Robert. How many fight? How many throwdowns? I was in the navy. Hey, man, there was there was this there's a sushi place my wife and I like to go to. I'm not going to name what it is, but it was a couple of years ago. Some dude stabbed another guy in the kitchen. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. They got sharp knives in the. They sushi all got knives. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, it can guns. happen. Pulling guns on, on loans. You've seen pulling guns? Wow. Okay. Well, that's gun night, though. you got to be yeah. there. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Well, it's mm-hmm. not just knives. I mean, I almost got clubbed over the head with a bottle of wine. Um, you also have a hot crock frying pots. pans and crock, crock pots. pots and all that sort of stuff. Watch them crock pots. Yeah. They're flighty. Crock pot will, will knock heavy. you on your ass. Yep. You yeah. got things a are lot heavy. Of, you can <laughs> use them like Hulk hands. <laughs> A lot of blunt instruments in the kitchen. <laughs> There's a lot of blunt in the kitchen. Yeah. It can get physical, folks. Yeah. Uh, but what else is in your world, Robert? Uh, you, you, you travel so much. You do a lot. Uh, anything else Alan's you want to hit? We got Allentown opening up in a week or so. Yeah, tell us about uh, that restaurant. Yeah, Justin, you got to tell me about that restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, come here. Uh, we we got, need to prep yeah, him we, next well, time before he comes is, in here. The reason is we got so much going on right yeah. now. We're about to launch a new line of, of protein bars. Uh, then a new line of energy bars, and we've got a building up in San Diego that's for the Navy, 750,000 square feet, that opens in November. What and is we that? we got this next week. we got a, a, a big uh, um, restaurant we have in the Pentagon. We're doing the same on the West Coast. 
in the Navy building, which is huge. So 750,000 square feet, is that what you said? That's yeah, gigantic. That's, it's a big building. When are you going to be a billionaire? How close to uh, being a billionaire? Oh, geez, I passed that along. <laughs> <laughs> and I spent it, too. Yeah, He's uh, working uh, on the trillion so ever, People think, this is what always makes me laugh. I think you're like George Clooney on TV, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. When you're making 2,000 an episode for Food Network. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> 20 million a show. <laughs> yeah. All right, so what, things. what's uh, the story on uh, Allentown? Yeah, we're opening up uh, right across from the PPL Center in uh, downtown Allentown. They're actually building a awesome food hall up there, city center Allentown. And so we're taking our restaurant that's in the Pentagon, which is Robert Irvine's Fresh Kitchen. And we're turning it into a more quick service restaurant. Uh, so we'll serve, you know, acai bowls and you know, all sorts of toasts and stuff in the morning, eggs. Uh, no. So you're opening up another Pentagon in Allentown? They're so popular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they should be safe in Allentown now. No, what's the name of the restaurant in Allentown? So Robert Irvine's Fresh Kitchen. Fresh Kitchen. It'll be okay. in the downtown food hall okay. right across from the PPL Center. Wow. wow. Right, and, cool. weeks, and next time away. we'll just have you on. This is what he said to me. He's like, I'll send you pictures of the new restaurant. I'm like, well, I just paid for it. What you need to do is check into deep fake technology and you just put Robert's face on your head yep. and just talk. Oh, he does it all the time. Yeah, Bloody yeah. doesn't fit, though. You guys didn't see Muscle and Fitness last year? Wow. It's funny. You're five foot eight, and I'm five Ish. foot 11. <laughs> the body doesn't fit you. Photoshop's wonderful. Sure, it absolutely. You can do it all these days. It doesn't wow. matter. Yeah, you saw Avatar. Those things don't exist. Don't they? <laughs> Jose, what do you got in the works right now? So, um, well, we just opened a restaurant in uh, New Hope. Um, called Stella by Jose Garces, which I'm uh, really digging. It's on the water. It's a new American fair. And, uh, yeah, just digging into the food. We've got, um, obviously, we, we're uh, promoting Burger Brawl, Philly yeah. Burger Brawl. That's exciting. Uh, we've participated three years. We've won uh, twice with our uh, Frenchie. It's a... Um, this is from Village Whiskey? From Village Whiskey, yeah. I've had it. It's awesome. Thank you. And what, what's on the, the Frenchie? The Frenchie has uh, Cabernet onions, uh, truffle aioli, um, some comte cheese, and yeah, it's just, you know, delicious. Okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. And uh, what are you entering uh, in this year's Burger World? Or can you say yet? Or It's a surprise. Okay. We'll, uh, you know, I will let it... Uh let it let it just speak for itself. It's going to be awesome, and the location, as I said before, the 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 parade ground at the the Navy Yard is just perfect for this. And uh, yeah, so and right, tickets so, are still available. So yeah. your weekend's all taken care of. The, the next two weekends yeah. are taken care of. You got so you, shut up. You got Robert Irvine uh, tomorrow with the Bite for the Fight Food Festival. That's in Phoenixville, noon to four at the Kimberton Fairgrounds. Weather looks great so far, so that's awesome. You can get tickets at Bite for the Fight. Dot com And then Jose is going to be a part of the Burger Brawl, which is next weekend. That's on Sunday, and that'll yeah. be at the Navy Yard. And that's like 60-some-odd restaurants or maybe more than that by now. I don't know, but all the burgers are... A ton of stuff. Yeah. Just a, a gluttonous, uh, wonderful event. Yeah. A lot of good food stuff going on. So uh, it is all good. And we'll have all our information uh, put on uh, PrestonAndSteve.com for those who may need all that info to get to, which is cool. And Restaurant Impossible, the finale is... I guess it's this Saturday night, Robert. This Saturday, yeah. Wow. So this is the moment you beat up the guy, right? This is retro <laughs> diner. This is this is a good one. All right, cool. Close on. Yeah. All nice, right. Man. Well, cool. Great to see you. Tell Gail we said hi. And, I will, and uh, we'll see you again soon because you're always popping by Philly. I love it, man. Well, listen, it's like a second home. Yeah. Today. You get yeah. tea. Really well. Yeah. Right. I, mean, I didn't get a burger this morning. Thanks. <laughs> Are they gone? Like the best, the Are they best. all gone? It's a surprise, but we're not letting you have one. All right. <laughs> That's all good. All right. Robert Irvine, Jose yeah. Garces. Thank you, gentlemen. We'll take a break and be right back. Stay with us. 
93.3 WMMR proudly supports the inaugural Market Street Run for Blue, presented by Wawa. Sunday, October 27th, the event benefits the Philadelphia Police Foundation with a run through historic Old City to 30th Street Station and back for a post-run festival at Penn's Landing, featuring food and beverages courtesy of Wawa, awards for top finishers in multiple age groups, and fun for the whole family. Click events at WMMR.com for all the details and to get signed up. Sunday, October 27th, it's the Market Street Run for Blue. Presented by Wawa. 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly first. So we're, uh, we're earlier than usual uh, as far as getting to, yeah, our, oh. uh, our bizarre file and, and so on. Yes. Would you mind if I plug something then? Because I'm doing uh, First Friday tonight uh, in Phoenixville, and uh, we just had Robert Irvine in, and Phoenixville is an awesome town. He has the event there tomorrow. But my event is uh, tonight from 6 to 8. It's on the corner of Bridge and Main. Uh, we do this every Friday. That is the first Friday of the month, and uh, this is the second to last one, the penultimate first Friday for 2019. Mm. Um, but uh, it's such a great time, and uh, Mayor Pete from Phoenixville will be there. He goes around and hugs everybody. He's a great dude, and so I want to give him a plug. But if you get a chance, swing by and say hi. What's well, So weather-wise, it's supposed to be... Uh, I think it'll be all right. It should be okay. Yeah. And tonight, then there's a, there's they're not saying... Like showers outright or anything like that, but there might be a passing shower. So, but just all the keep rest- that in mind. all the restaurants and bars open up their doors, and um, there was something else I was going to say, but I forget it. I think you were going to recommend people come to see me at that's it. What a crock at Boost Corner, buy some say, yeah. stuff, and then bring it to you oh, uh, because my event's over at six. So crock can, pot yeah. outlets will be available. You can race over from yeah. Boost Corner to see Nick. Perfect. Yeah, there's your Friday. All right, done deal. And right. then when you're done. It, uh, you can go home and watch 2020. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. I want to put a reminder in. Yeah. That's right. That is tonight. So it Dear was. Dear reminder, 2020. <laughs> it was. Uh, where did that happen? Radnor, Villanova area. All right. It was a woman who killed her ex husband's um, mistress. mistress. Was it the ex husband? No. Or no. Husband. Husband's mistress. I don't know. I, I just remember how weird it was. Yeah, tune in tonight. All right, so I, I will tune in That's tonight. That's when they found out it was a gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, we have a gorilla head in the studio. Yeah, I'm shooting a video a little bit later on for okay. uh, Metro by T-Mobile because um, they're uh, recommending uh, that you recycle your, gorilla. your No, recycle your phones because there are, you know, gorilla habitats are actually being affected uh, because of this one material. That's uh, true. That they I use was in not cell aware phones. of that. Yeah, you know yeah. what else? What else they're being affected by? Um, the like bear heads that we have in the oh, office. Oh, shut up! We got to get rid of that. <laughs> oh my god! Reci- I'm gonna recycle your bear heads. Recycle your bear heads. Mm-hmm. Now you know it'll stay there forever. <laughs> yeah. The, the yeah. building will it's be reduced to dust. It's gonna stay there forever anyway. <laughs> yep. Well, listen. Since I, we have a couple extra minutes, I did have a couple stories that, that are going to go away if I don't touch on them real quick. So why don't I go ahead and, and pass a couple of these things? Like, it's said, time for the go awayer. The go awayer. <laughs> I don't have. Music I actually I, I created another. <laughs> I know. Character this morning. No, did you? You don't know oh. about this one. But I, I don't know if we should do it right now. I mean, we could. We got a couple of minutes. What was the band name we came up with earlier? The. Uh... Oh, uh, the flaccid a-holes. Is it the flaccid a-holes? No, no, it's not the flaccid a-holes. No, No, it was either, uh, I have two different names. It was either the the counselor or the therapist. Mm. Uh, All relationship things. Counselor reminds me of like a lawyer term. I was thinking that too. But I thought of of counsel, you know, counsel uh, sessions. The therapist. Like marriage counseling. But no, the therapist might... Well, that's too much like the rapist. I know those. It's the word is spelled yeah. the rapist. Yeah. By the way, it's time for the therapist. The therapist. Okay, you want to do that? Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, At the end of one hour, you'll be charged $300. <laughs> the therapist. These are all relationship things, Steve. And the main reason that I brought this one up is because the title of the article. Signs that show your new boo may not be over their ex. Signs that your new boo, yeah. you've now moved on to a new boo, might not be over your ex. That's right. Yeah, I think that's isn't that, that's actually clinical therapist jargon. Yeah. How's your boo? How's your boo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I texted Kathy here. Yeah. Kathy's husband this morning, you my boo, because yeah. we're, we're on good terms. But, you my boo. Yeah. Okay. My therapist works at Dish Nation. Uh, if your new honey just broke broke up with their ex, they may be hesitant when it comes to taking a leap forward, and you should be too. This is the boo, uh, CEO and founder of Heartbreak Recovery App, Mend El Huerta. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, the app is Mend. Her name is El Huerta. <laughs> My name is Mend El Huerta. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Mendel Horta. Uh, Told Elite Daily that the time it takes to heal from a past relationship varies, but any amount of time off is also helpful. When was the longest? What was the longest amount of time it took for you to um, get over a breakup? Ooh, I I fell hard a couple times. Yeah. Um. Good question. There was what there was one where it it went away and then it came back for a little bit and then it was like no this wasn't supposed to happen and then it went away for good. I had one of those, uh, but it, but it did go away for a long a fairly long time, maybe six or eight months. Or it just like can't that. go on like this. <laughs> <laughs> and then it came back around and then it flared up. For a little while, and then it, and then it was like, and no. then you wrote, "Stop dragging my heart around." No, then she, wow. then she went away to college. <laughs> well, that's cool. I didn't want to brag, but I wrote that song. <laughs> What's that uh, Jack Nicholson line? Uh, the best way to get over one woman is to get under another. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Uh, but anyhow, so yeah, I, I had that happen. So, um, but and and unfairly, <laughs> so I didn't get over my boo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I was dating another. You were boo retentive. And I was dating another girl, and it was obvious that you had I a rebound was, boo. That I wasn't over her. You had a boo boo, so, and that wasn't fair to that girl. That yeah, wasn't... but that happens all the time. I know, but she knew it. She could tell you're not yeah. over her. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's not right. By I the mean... fact that you kept saying, "Why aren't you her?" <laughs> Can you do this? <laughs> Can you be more like? Can you her? wear this wig? Yeah. And walk like this. That's the way she used to walk. But I'm over her. Listen, you want yeah. you want to be in this relationship, <laughs> yeah. right? Be her. Here's what you have to do. I'm going to tape this picture on your face. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you're not o- you're over her? Yes, 100. percent Makes you say that. It says it is helpful. And to I'm going to ha- drop you off at her house. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I live. Walk home from here. Yeah, just act like you do. Yeah. You got to walk oh, up to and, the door and, and, and drive and away. Now you like spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> it's helpful to have time off after a breakup to redefine a sense of self outside of a relationship. And that time frame varies for everyone. There's no magic formula for knowing when someone is fully ready. But there are ways to tell when somebody's not ready. For example, if they're still mending from the hurt, you might feel like you are walking on a landmine. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. If someone recently ended a relationship, the person might be constantly reminded of good times together or bad. Sex intimacy coach Irene Pfeffer 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 Pfeffer
it's fair. Mendel. It's no, it's it's Irene Fair, and then it says previously, but there's no gap between fair and previously. Right, so her name is Irene Fair previously. <laughs> this is amazing. Told Elite Daily, it might feel like everything is a trigger to some memory. They might bring it up, or you might feel them drifting away and getting lost in the memory. But there is hope for getting over a relationship. Hi, I'm O.J. Simpson. Uh, also, pay attention to how they discuss their ex. Are they still? Are there still lingering feelings or resentment about the bond ending? If they talk about their ex often, to bring up their ex in conversation or get emotional. Well, these are obvious signs. I know, about their ex. They might still be attached to their ex. This is a, as obvious as you. You might be a redneck if. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it also says also take a look around the space. Their See space. if she's there in the room with you. If they, st- <laughs> if they still have old photos up. Yeah. Or hold on to little gifts that they got from them. You may want to pump the brakes and give them some space to move through their emotions. That to me would be, I don't care. That would be, uh, no, I wouldn't work through that. Let me work with you while you get over that past person. Uh, hey. No, that's that's crap. Here, somebody has a good name for it. A reboot. A reboot. Yeah. yeah. Instead of a rebound. Instead of a rebound, mm-hmm. you got your reboot. I love it. Reboot. <laughs> boo. Wait, um, where did boo come from again? I don't know. Hey, Stupid. boo. I know that Casper used to say it. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Here's another story that has to do with relationships. More time with the therapist. Yes. Your uh, hour is almost up. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, somebody says this is the this bizarre file sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Facebook is launching a new dating app. I saw uh, this. Really? Yeah, this in the is... U.S. They've done it before. Yeah. Uh, but not in the United States. There so. have been apps that have used Facebook, like Hinge, for example, is is an app that you, um, it connects you to Facebook friends of your Facebook friends. Well, the new dating service is called All, All Over My Face. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my okay. God. That's a graphic. That's a great name. <laughs> All Over My Face. <laughs> I don't think it's great. Oh, man. When you're really in love, it's <laughs> all over your face. <laughs> Facebook's new dating app. Oh my God! You should have warned me. All over my face. <laughs> Kathy, what were you? Yeah, what were you going to say? Kathy? I, hold on, I'm texting to get permission. I'm to okay, all right, good. I love stories that need permission, <laughs> only if they were allowed to hear them. So the social media giant announced the news yesterday and said that it combines dater profiles with an algorithm dedicated to matchmaking. Oh, those algorithms. Yeah. Uh, it will also integrate the app with Instagram. Um, so no, it's not. Al- it's That's the guy's name. Yeah, algorithm. Algorithm. You know men, don't you? Dr. Gorithm? Yeah. Dr. Gorithm? Yeah. Dr. Algorithm. Calling Dr. Rhythm, Dr. Algorithm. That doesn't work. No. <laughs> Algorithm? Algorithm. Uh, you were doing Mr. Bobolina, Mr. Bob Dabolina. Mr. Bob Dabolina. Dr. Bob Dabolina. Uh So <laughs> users will be able to link Facebook and Instagram profiles to uh, dating. I guess that's what it's just called. Yeah, Facebook dating. Uh, by the end of the year. Uh, All the, over my Facebook. The, the app has been tested out in 19 other countries, so I guess they've worked it out. Do you think people are suspect of Facebook? Facebook has taken a number of hits recently because of sharing data, because of other things that they've had. I, I'm not on Facebook anymore. I, uh, I don't. Me either, so I don't. It's it doesn't affect me, so I don't really spend time thinking right. about it, I, and I don't know, Steve. I, I, but I, I hear stories constantly, and I'm seeing people 
you know, t- on other social media, talk about how they have issues with Facebook. Well, and, and you, you've used the filters, but people are so tired of politics on right. Facebook that that's another reason to drive people away. But, but in general, you, do you think I, people react to to uh, what they what they perceive as as um, a lack of privacy or yeah. all of this stuff? Maybe the, the lack of privacy because I, I got to say I haven't seen a whole lot of uh, politics on Facebook lately. Really, really, yeah, and, and and people because, have gotten away from it. Uh, maybe no, are you on Facebook back. or all over my Facebook? No, all over my Facebook. I, I have personally muted okay. people that uh, you know that I kept. I, I'm still friends with them, but, but they just tired. kept showing up on my timeline, and I'm like, I don't agree with your politics. You're a whiny little bitch. Like you know what I mean? I'm like, so mute, 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 mute. We're still friends, but I just don't need to hear it. You sounded like a kitty cat. I did. Mute, 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 mute. So, uh, okay, so you're still friends, which mm-hmm. means if they need to contact you through Facebook. Yeah. Or if you want to check out their stuff, you can manually just go over and go to it. I can go to their page. They don't just show up on my okay. page. Okay. All right. Well, you do have that option, so I'm not really sure. Kathy, did you get permission? I, I didn't get permission. I, I'll, I'll just do it. I give you take... permission. No. Did you get a an, ab- an absolute no? Or no, they I didn't get anything. They haven't responded, haven't responded Oh, yet. I got an idea. She's Why probably don't... taking the kids to school. Okay. It's you... a she, and she has kids. That narrows it down. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> Why don't you disguise your voice? With uh, Steve's just hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if I could talk about this on the air. <laughs> no, listen, she's got kids, older kids, so I don't. I don't. Know. Okay. I just want to be careful. I understand. All right, one she's other. So slutty. <laughs> I just wanted to add, if I could tell people what a slut you are. But listen, I love her. I love her. Yeah, I, I love my little so slut. Want to hear is she story. married? No. Okay. I actually, no, she's allowed to be a slut. Okay, good. <laughs> just as long as she's got permission to be to be slutting around. Yeah. But like now, her vagina is like a pest dispenser. Oh my god, you have no idea. Anybody that Kathy knows that is that has older kids is everybody's a slut now. Instead of just it being the one person, now it's everybody. Listen, I yelled. Okay. I yelled across. We were just out recently. When she was leaving, we were going in opposite directions. I said, "Try not to f anybody on the way home." Okay. There you and go. Did she? Uh, I don't know. Most of the way home. She got most of the way there, I mean, and then met someone. Have we ever met her? No. Okay. The guy in the toll booth looked pretty nice. <laughs> All right, I have one other thing. It's this is not really relationship oriented, so it's Your not. Your hour's oh, almost up with the therapist. Uh, but I just thought this was funny. Uh, so uh, there's a man in South Carolina who founded one of the biggest, the nation's biggest conversion therapy ministries. Oh, I saw this. Guess what? He's gay. <laughs> Stop it. Are you kidding? kidding no. Not. Hope for wholeness is the name of the group. <laughs> the new for, group is Hope for Holes. Just yeah. Hope for Holes. Hope yeah. for Holes. <laughs> Hope for Wholeness founder, McRae Game. Wow, <laughs> really? McRae Game. Now, men isn't sounding like such a stupid name. Came out of the closet this summer, nearly two years after he was fired from the faith-based conversion therapy program. Uh, he's now trying to come to terms with the harm he inflicted when he was advocating for religious efforts to change a person's sexuality. Uh, he came out and said uh, conversion therapy is not just a lie, but it's very harmful because it's false advertising. He's 51 years old, also trying to find his place in a, a community that he's assailed for the last tw- for at least 20 years. Uh, Game is one of several former movement leaders who have left the pulpits of heterosexuality, come out as LGBTQ, and condemned conversion therapy as a dangerous and misleading practice. So... Makes you wonder who else might still be closeted. And for some, I don't understand why. Maybe you just deny yourself so much that I don't know. This has happened a lot with these. Yeah. And then listen, whatever you, whatever you want, whatever you believe. But but it, it's it's 
there seems to be so many of these people that have been yeah and the most strident come out as gay eventually. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's so strange. It's but a real it's, shame. I mean, you, it's a real shame that they're... Um, that conflicted? Well, they can cause harm. They, yeah. they can cause other people to, to harm themselves, yeah. to uh, have no self-worth because uh, they're being denied who, they're, who they really are, and that's where the harm is. That's yeah. where the danger is. No, I agree. Um, did you see the movie, Is It Boy Erased? I did not. Um, not yet. It's pretty heavy. Is, is it? it? Yeah, it's pretty heavy, but it's it's good. And and uh, Russell Crowe's in it. Uh, he's he's really good in the movie. And so is uh, Nicole Kidman. She's great in it. Uh. It's worth checking out. All right. Anyhow, just thought that was very very interesting and not quite bizarre file material. Uh, no, it's the therapist. Uh, correct. Yeah. So we'll we'll revisit again sometime. We'll get a couch in here for the next time yeah. you do it. Yeah. yeah. I and, like the therapist. And by the way, your uh, your bill will be in the mail. <laughs> so it'll be no no. Soon. You got you got to swipe the card before you leave. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's do uh, let's do the B file. Here we go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre. bizarre file. All right, this morning the bizarre file is brought to you by New Jersey Transit. Be aware of your surroundings when riding New Jersey Transit trains and buses. If something doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. Report suspicious activity to one eight 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 Tips NJT. Or text your report to NJTPD. The uh, f- is that? Let's go with this one. Maybe I'm sure you saw this, Steve. Uh, a Florida man decided to park his car in his kitchen in order to protect it from Hurricane Dorian. I did see this. It's a smart car. Yes. So it's one of those tiny cars. Okay. But Patrick Eldridge revealed that in addition to uh, <laughs> protectus to Oh, Protectus is the god of cars. No, it's p- to protect his car. <laughs> I am Protectus. <laughs> uh, these these typos are going to freaking kill me. Uh, to protect... I his- shall protect your smart car. <laughs> for I am Protectus. Uh, to- Fear not the hurricane. <laughs> to protect his car from blowing away, he wanted to prove to his wife... That he was an idiot. Uh, that <laughs> Hail protect us, protect us of light. Protect us, protect my car tonight. I am protect us. I like that little prayer. Did you like that? Yeah, I just made that up. <laughs> I liked that a lot. I couldn't remember it if I tried. Uh... <laughs> Uh, so anyhow, she, uh, he, he wanted to prove to his wife that he could actually fit it in the kitchen. Now, Jessica, her car, his wife was already parked in their garage. She was parked in the living room. <laughs> and to avoid cleaning their garage out, Patrick decided to park it in the house. Jessica said, I said there was no way he could. He said that he could. So he opened the double doors and had it in. It, I was amazed that it could fit. And he had it in with absolutely no problems. With the car in the kitchen, Jessica had to move around it to uh, cook and serve dinner. I said, I'm hoping that he will put it out pretty soon once the wind dies down. Uh, there is room, and it's not in the way, but my dogs are confused by it, she said. What do you think the weight of an average smart car, like the one he has, which is you know one of those really tiny ones? Eyes under 2,000 pounds, That's maybe? what I was thinking, yeah, yeah. something like that. They're so tiny, who knows? A man who police say pretended to be unconscious because he was behind on his rent found this was not likely the best way to uh, avoid his landlord. Uh, The owner of the apartment called police when he found his tenant, 28-year-old Ted Zarens, unresponsive in the apartment. So he called for assistance, and police officer Curtis Pickard 
uh, responded, or Picard, responded to the call <laughs> along with Maine, uh, Maine State Trooper. When police arrived, they found Zarin's conscious and responsive and not in need of medical assistance. He was essentially playing dead, mm. so he didn't have to pay his rent. That's a good method. Uh, the officers discovered there was an I outst- can't pay. I'm dead. It was an outstanding warrant uh, for Zarin's who had allegedly failed to appear in court regard to a uh, threatening charge. <laughs> A notorious magpie whose habit of swooping on passersby in Sydney, Australia, led to dozens of complaints, was shot dead, prompting an outcry from magpie lovers. Uh, the local council defended the shooting, the, uh, saying the particularly aggressive bird uh, was not taken lightly. The, the, uh, uh, the complaints about him was not taken lightly, and the decision wasn't either. The magpie had attacked people, sending uh, some to the hospital. Well, that's... That's a little more aggressive. Yeah, the Australian magpie is a different species to the European bird. Which of course it is. It pro- you can probably pick up cars. With which it shares its name. During mating season, the Australian magpie can become aggressive and attack humans crossing its territory. But the species is protected by law and can only be dealt with by local authorities. Magpie was shot by the council after more than 40 complaints. One resident suffered a heart attack following an attack. Uh, and a council spokesperson said this particular bird was very aggressive and uncharacteristically territorial and tried to attack people's faces, going so far as to deliberately try to try to swoop underneath cyclists' helmets. It was nicknamed the Windsor Road Monster after carrying out such attacks over several years. Uh, and apparently one user wrote, Same magpie, swooped three times and hit right side of head and scratched my face. He started by coming in at eyeball level straight on, and I've never known a more aggressive magpie. So they tried to catch it, but they ended up shooting it. I've never known a more aggressive magpie. (laughs) I've been riding my bike down the street for 25 years, and I've never seen a more aggressive magpie. They had had it. All right, and then uh, we'll do one last story, and this is funny. I saw the the pictures (laughs) of it. A manatee in St. Lucie County, Florida, took advantage of the rising waters due to Hurricane Dorian to grab a nice meal. Corinne Hogan Hogan had posted video to her Facebook page of the gentle giant swimming up into her backyard (laughs) and eating grass. Wow. She said, the tide is so high, we actually have a manatee swimming in our yard right now. I love those things. I do, too. They're beautiful. Uh, Hogan said in the video that is actually in our yard. Wow, she's a big girl. I killed it. Okay. (laughs) Hogan said... I beat it to death with a lawn chair. ...that the high tide was up about four feet in Palm City after the manatee filled up on grass, so the animal swam back in to Hidden River and took off. My wife took a diving trip one time with a whole express purpose to go down and swim with the the manatee. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Yeah, and loved it. They're just amazing. That's cool. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you now. I'm going to give away, I think this is our last pair of passes for the Burger Brawl. It is, for it now. It is. All right, so uh, let's take call number 18 at 215-263-WMMR. Sunday, September 15th, new location, the Navy Yard. If you want to get tickets, phillyburgerbrawl.com. Information is available, WMMR.com. Call number 18 at 215-263-WMMR. Great food in here today from uh, both Village Whiskey and Hip City Veg. Uh, don't forget that uh, Hip City Veg is bringing their uh, wonderful food to the suburbs. They recently opened the location. Nick, you were talking about this in Ardmore and are excited. Um, I'm sorry. No, Radnor is the one you were talking about. Yeah. They, they already have one in Ardmore, but now they're headed to Radnor on the night. So it's Next coming week. up. Yeah. Hip City Veg is excited to compete 
at next week's Burger Brawl and put up their plant-based burger options. Again, some of the best burgers in the city. So let's give those tickets away, 215-263-WMMR. And I'll try to, if we can, before we get out of here, do more bitch box invites. We've had so right. much to give away today that I haven't had a chance to really get to that. So I'll do what I can. We still got the uh, the tickets for the home opener this week and the Eagles game. We got the lesson question, all that stuff on the way. So we'll see if we can fit it in. We'll be back in a moment. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Back to school A to Z. And we are thick into it. Into the ends, obviously, and the nose in particular. Thank you to our sponsor, Exton Nissan. Shop ExtonNissan.com. So I know total... In total, we were looking at roughly nine days, I think. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was 11. Is it that many? Yeah. All right, Marissa's doing, she's counting on her fingers. Trying to see, Monday is when it might wrap up. Okay, if it goes 11 days, it'll wrap up on Monday. My bet is Tuesday. Which is wonderful because we'll get some more of it here on the Marissa's show. That's what I want. I want more of this. I love being a listener, but it's a lot of fun to be on this side of it as well, uh, presenting the uh, the music and so on. But... um, yeah, I'll be spending most of my weekend listening to MMR. Uh, last night I had uh, my kids in the car after a soccer scrimmage, and we were listening to the A to Z. And, uh, and I have to bring this up because uh, Janice Joplin has been... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been a theme lately. She's been a, it's been a theme on our show lately, and, and this song comes on. I like to do a song of great social and political import. Oh. Okay, so it's... Uh, it's like this. Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes-Benz. Yeah. And so we're listening to it, and uh, my... Oh, Lord! My son goes, uh, is this a real song? I go, yeah. And there's a beat, and he goes, this sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I know! I never really cared for this song, and I know it's obviously a classic, but uh, I didn't tell him to say that. And it was just, comedically, it was perfect timing. Yeah, listen, it's, uh, I can see where a kid might go, what the hell is this? Yeah. Seriously? But I mean, she's an amazing vocalist, but uh, yeah, I could hear a kid saying, why? My cousin Uh, called me yesterday and said, I was listening, she listens on the app uh, in New York on her way into work, and mm -hmm. she said, uh, she caught the Janis Joplin stuff, and she goes, you told them the story? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, sure did. Kathy's dad had sex with Janice Joplin, for those who may not be aware. Marissa? Casey, on the complete opposite end of that, last weekend I was listening to the Bees, and I thought about every kid in the car listening to ACDC Big Balls. Oh, And yeah. thinking, like, this is a song? Right. <laughs> and then a couple songs later was uh, Big Ten Inch by Aerosmith. Oh. So there's so many fun songs that they get to hear. About uh, penises. Yeah. 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 And balls. Yeah. And balls. <laughs> and balls. Yeah. Yeah. What were we going to say? I, uh, this probably not, uh, I'm not going to bring it up because uh, there's a lot of stuff I can't say on the radio. I was just thinking about uh, kids and, and uh, okay, whatever. Uh, Chuck's and son, their innocence. Well, no, 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 no. They're not. Chuck's son is in a fantasy football league, and every single kid in the league, had their team name is like Haywood, uh, uh, yeah. Beamy. Yeah, Beamy. Yeah. And, and they're all those names. And I'm like, are the parents involved in their children's lives whatsoever? Huh. Uh, you know? Yeah. So, you, yeah. It makes you wonder. <laughs> How old are these kids? Uh, 18. 7th, <laughs> 8th grade. Okay. Sounds well, about right. Yeah, Sounds know. about right. But they're doing this amongst themselves, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, they're probably yes. doing it on the sly. 
Okay, except for Chuck. Yeah, today they're doing that today. Oh, <laughs> just bring us out of this. All right, I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah, I'm trying, Kath. By the way, did your slutty friend ever get back to you? Uh, no, but my slutty friend's friend did. She was like, "Oh, just tell it." Uh, because we, uh, Kathy, wanted to tell us about a friend of hers who was an incredibly <laughs> slutty individual. Oh. And uh, you should have seen. Did you see the text messages? No, no. Oh my god! There's so many people want to meet your friend. It's ridiculous. Uh, There's so many guys that were giving me their bios, Kathy, and phone numbers that want to meet your friend. friend. I'll check in with her. She might be into it. Is she a swinger? Uh, no. Okay. She's just single. Oh, she's single. She's just really loose. Yeah. Yeah. No, stop. No, she is. She is exploring her sexual freedom, and she, you know. You only here for a certain amount of time. Might as well have fun. Yeah. If she were a guy, we'd call her a stud. But, you know, yeah. It's and the that's, double... that says a lot about society. It's the yeah. double standard. Harumph. Harumph. Won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? <laughs> if you want to find this particular uh, young lady, just follow the moisture trail. It's like a slug. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. Like different when she travels to different cities, it's like a whole new ball game. Wow, yeah. really? Yeah. She's yeah. like she's like a traveling NBA team. Yeah, oh, I love it. Except it's just one. Good for her. They both play with balls. All right. Can I ask how old her children are? Um, she said they're older. Yeah, like teenagers, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. specific ages in the town. Chip. Oh school? no! Stop no. it. <laughs> She could probably start a career in, uh, you know, she doesn't mind having someone film these activities. No, 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 stop. No, she's not okay. like that. No, but old enough, I'm not sure if they listen and if they're home. And Right. No, well, right. one day there's going to be a knock on the door and there's a kid show up that you never knew she had. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I had you? Steve, it doesn't you. work like that. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> they usually remember the women. Wait, you were inside of me? Mm. Hmm. All right, I'm going to do the lesson question, and we're going to give a prize away. We have a pair of uh, tickets in the suite at uh, the 100th race at Dover International Speedway. That's coming up on October 6th, so we're a month away from that. Uh, The question that we're going to... I love this. There are so many really good questions. Uh, and but this one is from early this morning. I'll go through a few of the questions once we answer the, get the answer to this because they're too fun to not remind you of. But who did Jeff Foxworthy shoot in Vietnam? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> is it true? Maybe two one five two six three WMMR. Who did Jeff Foxworthy shoot in Vietnam? Two one five two six three WMMR. If you were listening, you know, and that was in the six o'clock hour. We'll do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And this morning is brought to you by God Shawls. Check out the new God Shawls packaging where you buy bacon. Easier to read nutrition. Like 80% less fat than pork and 6 grams of protein. Real wood-smoked taste. God shoals. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Scott Disick reportedly proposed to his girlfriend, Sophia Ritchie, on her 21st birthday. The much older Disick is said to have taken a knee and then pulled an engagement ring out of one of the tennis balls on his walker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <hey>! <laughs> An online online tabloid claiming that Julia Roberts and her husband, Danny Motor, recently took a trip to Hawaii to salvage their marriage. Amazingly, the problems they were dealing with immediately returned when they left Hawaii. (laughs) Mike, the situation, Sorrentino showing support by calling fellow Jersey Shore castmate Ronnie Magro from prison to congratulate him on his stint in rehab. Sorrentino says he almost forgot to make the call, but tied a reminding string around one of his cellmates' penises. (laughs) (laughs) That's 
All righty. Let's see if we can get the answer to this question. Who did Jeff Foxworthy shoot in Vietnam? And we're going to go to Jason. Hi, Jason. Yeah, Zooks, buddy. What is your answer? Who did Jeff Foxworthy shoot in Vietnam? Mr. Rogers. Mr. Yeah. Rogers, yep. <laughs> Hang on, Jason. We are going to give you a pair of sweet tickets for the 100th race at Dover International Speedway, October 6th. And uh, you can help celebrate 50 years of Dover International Speedway. Tickets information at Dover Speedway.com. By the way, a couple of the other questions that we would have had yes. for lesson question. Uh, apparently, Wendy Williams is a plotter. What is she going to do on your face? What? Plot Carl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what might be a new name for my band, Saint? Um, Flaccid A-hole. Flaccid A-hole. <laughs> uh, what Tom Petty song did I write? <laughs> God, I can't believe I forget. Stop Dragging Oh, my yes. Off. There yeah. you go. Uh, and uh, who is the god of protecting smart cars? <laughs> Protect us. <laughs> So I loved them this morning. That's some pretty dumb stuff. All right, we're going to do uh, music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! So it's brought to you by Dietz and Watson, the official deli meat, cheese, franks, and sausages. Of the Eagles. And Where are the sausages? You can start your pregame with their fan favorite, 100% all beef franks. <laughs> so, tool front man, Maynard James Keenan, has commented on the controversy involving him and singer Justin Bieber this past summer. Bieber had revealed a few months back on Instagram that he was a tool fan, with Keenan responding by tweeting, hashtag bummer. Wow. Uh, That's not cool. That's not cool. Uh, Beaver's wife, Haley Baldwin, called Keenan's remark childish and hurtful. Uh, asked about his comment on Apple Music, Keenan said he's probably a good kid. It's the crap that surrounds him. Uh, he was never armed with the tools to handle it, and the people surrounding him are monsters. God bless him. He's a uh, product of those things that we've spoken about numerous times on every project I've ever done. Kind of a backhanded compliment. No, it's sort of an a-hole thing to say. Um, I'm not backing on Maynard at all. The bottom line is Bieber was a multi-multi-multi-millionaire, 16, 17, 18-year-old kid. And I can't say that I would have acted any differently if I were in those same circumstances. Okay. There you go. So he goes on to say, so when I make a statement like hashtag bummer, it has nothing to do with him. It has to do with... I know that the ocean of S that's going to follow because he couldn't just be uh, a quiet tool fan. He had to say it out loud. And now I know the flood's coming from the people that don't get it and the people that think they do. If he th- that's... And he says, and they're going to argue with each other, and that's going to be stupid. Hmm. I don't really understand what that statement means. I think it's disingenuous. He said bummer because he wanted to make it seem like he was not too happy to hear that Justin Bieber was a fan of their music. And that was that. Biebs recently posted a big long thing about uh, a, a struggle he he had gone through and uh, with uh, like you depression know depression alcohol, and alcohol and booze alcohol, yeah and he had he said, said heavy drugs heavy drugs okay yeah I mean that's a direct quote from his post and he and he, he likens it or he doesn't liken it but but he I guess makes an excuse but that's uh, excuse can be a bad word sometimes I mean it's legitimate but his explains his it meteoric rise to fame at that young age messed with him yeah and it sure does it, it does to a lot of people and it takes a, a really strong person who can't let it get to them not saying that he's weak but I mean an exceptionally strong person to be able to 
try to get through that when everybody's giving you everything you ever want and you're 13 years old. Can't process it. He you needs to come I mean, in and no. talk to the therapist. He here. does. Yeah. It's 300 an hour. 300 bucks an hour. <laughs> he can no, afford it. It does seem like he's leveling out a little bit. And I think the same can be said, like, you know, we looked at, uh, like, in, uh, not in sync. Uh, in Vogue? Not in Vogue. Uh... I did like it. New kids on the block, though. Yeah. Yeah. All of those guys, like Mark Wahlberg, you know, like all of those guys, they were were young. That was Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, you mean as well. Yeah, yeah, but um, all the Bergs. All the Bergs. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. was an addict and Mm -hmm. uh, loved uh, hookers and all sorts of nasty stuff in the 90s and 80s. Then they ended up in that cave. And now he's an Iron Man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right, so we all learned something here? Uh-huh. I think we did. I think so, or we probably confused the situation. Metallica plays the first of two shows tonight with the San Francisco Symphony as the band and orchestra recreate their famous uh, S&M concerts from 20 years ago. Uh, the shows, the second of which takes place on Sunday, will celebrate the 20th anniversary of the S&M album that came out of the first gigs. Lars has says that the band is excited to play with the orchestra, again saying that it's a new group of people, it's a new building. Robert wasn't involved 20 years ago, and I like that that, uh, this production extends a respectful nod to what it's been in the past. But at the same time, it's an opportunity for new discoveries. Uh, For the new concerts, uh, the band will perform several tracks from the original 1999 S&M release, as well as symphonic versions of new songs released since then. Have you ever heard? Are you familiar with that album? No. I mean, I've heard of it, but I haven't listened to it. Yeah. Was there, was there ever a... Uh, I know Space People was the hit off of it. <laughs> I don't know if anything made it to air. We played a song earlier this morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, From yeah. Metallica that had... Symphonic orchestral, elements. Orchestral, uh, yeah. Uh, no Leaf Clover we played backgrounds, earlier. Backgrounds, and I don't know if it came from this concert or not. Uh, the shows will also mark the grand opening of the San Francisco uh, brand new Chase Center venue. Uh, the classical musicians and classic rockers. Classic rockers? Will be no, the, no, no, no. The nope. first acts to perform at the new, yeah, I agree, 18,064-seat uh, arena that will serve as home to the NBA Golden State Warriors in fall. The Offspring has responded to now former bassist Gregory Greg K. Crystal, who sued the remaining band members for allegedly pushing him out of the group without fair compensation. Uh, Crystal, who hasn't performed with the group since last year, filed a federal lawsuit in June against uh, Dexter Holland and uh, Noodles Wasserman, alleging that they, excuse me, uh, fired him last November and tried to strip uh, Kressel of his uh, partnership interests and rights without fair compensation. Thank you. Holland and Wasserman now have uh, filed a cross-complaint denying basically everything that Kressel uh, has alleged and asking the court to appoint three disinterested appraisers to appraise the fair value... Huh? Of the shares of the offspring, Crystal shares. Okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm already done talking. Okay. Yeah. There's a lawsuit. I heard Crystal. Yeah, and I know that there. This has been going on for a while. And no leaf clover did come from S and M. It did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, All right. Fair enough. Thank you. Appreciate Was Crystal the philosopher of evil? Yes. Chris okay. Agon. Okay. Yeah. Chris Agon. Oh, close. Philosopher of evil. <laughs> uh, what is this doing in here? I don't know. That's not music news. Oh, yes, Those are the boys I like in school. (laughs) Okay. Uh, The Black Keys, Rival Sons, Judah and the Lion, and others are among the all-star lineup of 21 artists featured on the soundtrack of EA Sports NHL 20 video game. Huh. Also included are tracks from Silver Sun Pickups, K-1, 
Catfish and the Bottlemen, Fits and the Tantrums of Monsters and Men and Ex-Ambassadors and more. NHL 20 arrives for both Xbox One and PlayStation 4 consoles on September 13th. There was a... So, uh, on, in video games, the um, a series called Burnout, Midnight Club, um, what was the other one? Uh, Need for Speed. They had... Uh, the cars all had radios. radios that you could listen to. And they'd have some good selections of... Grand, of, of, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto as well, yeah. Yeah. And um, it'd be cool. Yeah. And, and they'd have... A lot of times they'd have music that you'd not heard before that was released specifically for the game. You mm. should be able... In those ones specifically, you should be able to download whatever sort of content you want to, you know... Uh, playing you that pick, stereo, yeah. You pick the songs, you, or your podcast, or where you listen. To I believe you could, show. In yeah. one of them, or, and there should be a, a good option. I wouldn't doubt if one of the the uh, the newer options will be uh, in the new um, games that you're going to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe you already can. Mm. Uh, so here's the thing that I wasn't sure if it was music news or not because I originally had it just in the entertainment news break, but. Stardust, a film based on David Bowie's early days, has snagged multiple pre-sale deals. Uh, for Film Constellation. Uh, the film, written by Christopher Bell, will follow Bowie from the moment that he created his alter ego, ego uh, Ziggy Stardust, as uh, he hits the road in America for the first time in 1971. Uh, Johnny Flynn stars as Bowie, with Mark Maron co-starring as his publicist, uh, publicist Ron Oberman. Mark Maron's in the Joker film. Yeah, he's been he's been snagging some pretty cool yeah. acting roles. Uh, and there's a whole lot of... Um, Studios that are on board to uh, uh, bidding to uh, pick this up. Did you see Rocket Man yet? No, I want to. I'm going to watch it this I weekend. I got to see it. Is it is it coming out on? It's on. It's on home video. I mean, it? You can you can buy it like on Apple uh, on Apple TV or okay. you know. All right. Uh, a promo screening was held for buyers in Toronto on Thursday, so uh, that'll be coming up. There you go. That's what I have in music news for you. All right. I promise you this. Oh, do I have to do that? No. What do you, what do you no, want? What would you I, I rather me do? I, I would rather you do this because this is the. All last. right, let me do this. I talked about Bitchbox, but maybe maybe we'll try and do that on the way out. I don't know. Uh, so I have an entry. It's one hundred and fifty dollar valued into the Sugar House five hundred thousand dollar Pennsylvania Pick'em Football Challenge with a guaranteed five hundred thousand dollar prize pool. If you're at least twenty one years of age and you want to be on in this, let's get you for the whole season. Uh, so like I said, it's one hundred and fifty dollar value. We'll take caller fifteen. At 215-263-WMMR, we can set you up. By the way, you can sign up now for $150 uh, for $150 and make your week one picks before September 8th. So you want to visit PlaySugarHouse.com uh, to get on board for that gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So call number 15-215-263-WMMR. We'll take care of you with that. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We've got our Word of the Week prize to give away. And I'll try to do some of the bitch box invites before we wrap up the program all together. Returning shortly. What's new? Glad you asked. Dirty honey. You know the time is gone. So don't let me win. Shine down. My monsters are real. And that drink Ghost. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. I just took the uh, WMMR back to school A to Z quiz. You did? How'd you do? I got eight out of ten. Nice. Wow. Pretty solid. So it's good, solid B plus, right, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, it's fun. It's only ten questions, but uh, I love. I, I'll take any of these. It's like, fun. Me, me, TV always puts up quizzes, uh, and I take them all the yeah, time. Yeah, I start. I do that from time to time. I'll get into the zone where sure. I'll, I'll do those things. But it, some interesting questions about the uh, A to Z. If you think you know your stuff, go check it out. Is that on uh, WMMR.com, Marissa? Okay, cool. That is available now. Thank you to the following people. Thank you to comedian Nico Santos. Yay! Very nice guy. Played uh, Oliver in the movie uh, Crazy Rich Asian, Asians, the uh, the gay cousin. He was hilarious. Break a standout role in the movie. And he's at uh, Punchline Philly tonight and tomorrow night, 7.30, Punchlinephilly.com to get the tickets. Thank you to Robert Irvine for hey. being here. Robert has an event, Bite for the Fight. It's a food festival at the Kimberton Fairgrounds in Phoenixville tomorrow from noon to 4 and benefits the Fight on McKenna Foundation, pediatric cancer. Uh, Fightonmckenna.org for the information. Uh, And he was great. And along with him, sitting side by side, another celebrity chef friend of ours, uh, Jose Garces, was here. And Jose was along uh, to represent Village Whiskey, one of his restaurants, who is in the Burger Brawl, as well as our friends from Hip City Veg, who were here serving up food on top of that, too. Yeah, we left you a burger. Oh, I love Hip City Veg. Did we? Mm-hmm. I hope so. Yeah, and we- the event is Sunday, uh, September 15th, so it's a week from Sunday at uh, the Navy Yard, and uh, phillyburgerbrawl.com for information. So, I bought my tickets today. Thank you guys for, uh, for being here today and serving up the food. It was wonderful. We had a really... Good time with those guys. How are you doing today, Pierre? Fine, thank you. Cool, man. Um, yeah, you need to take the A to Z quiz, too. You should see how you're doing. I, I didn't that. even know there was one. I didn't t- until this morning. It's, okay. uh, it's a fun little... Uh... Well, there you know, there are a lot of little, you know, sub-games you can play. As you know, you guys referenced, I think, yesterday I heard you talking about that. Uh, part of it's like guessing, what could this be? What could that be? Will this be included? Um, and then little sub, you know, portions where you can and have those little contests. So that that makes sense that someone would have assembled that. Yeah. Um, so I, I will I will take the test. You'll take the test. It's yeah. interesting to see, you know, obviously it's it's a huge undertaking and there's a whole hundreds of new songs that have been added. Right. And and then sometimes you say, well, why didn't they include this cover? And the cover maybe have been overly poppy or something. But there is this is an incredibly comprehensive list of music. It is, and and it's human beings that are yeah. putting the list together. So, um, like I often say, it's not the Library of Congress; it's just us. Yeah. Like, for example, you know, um, name me a song with uh, "the" in the title. <laughs> uh, wow! Off the top of my the head, the Stairway to Heaven. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> no, all right, so say it was <laughs> the Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> If it was a real... Um, Here we go. One we mentioned, re- referenced yesterday, The Long Run from the Eagles. Yes. Long Run. So that would be under, normally that would be under L, Long Run, comma, The, were we a normal library. Um, but we're having it under The Long Run. Right. That kind of thing. But things get missed. And then, you know, and then, but don't panic over those. Just, you know, let us know. We have a big list. So we we revise it every year. I remember the very first one, Joe Bonadonna, our program director and one of our great announcers uh, in the history of MMR, came to me and we were on Fifth and Market. He goes, so what do you think of an A to Z? And I thought he was referring to a band A to Z because you'd hear like yeah. Beatles A to Z's, Rolling Stones yeah, A to yeah. Z's, Led Zeppelin A to Z's, song titles of every uh, title in that band's catalog. And I go, is that what you mean? He goes, no, every title. I go, so it would be like... Starting with, you know, every band A to Z. And he goes, no, song title of the MMR library A to Z. And the first one lasted like two and a half weeks. Wow. Um, 
uh, and then they they uh, you know, but then we stopped playing a whole side of Beethoven, right. and, yeah. um, you know that kind of thing, and and so it 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 has gotten a little smaller, but then it has also grown. Um, so in, in other words, it's a very fluid thing. It's not every song MMR ever played, right. um, or there really would be sides of Beethoven. Dude, I gotta go get some pot. Yeah, I'll put on a side of Beethoven, and uh, you know, and but, but you know what? The, you are guaranteed. I I don't care. Listen for a while. You're guaranteed to get an oh my god moment. You will. You will. I mean, and it's so much fun, and um, you know, so so have fun with it. Um, you know, and don't don't get upset if there's not something because because <laughs> we we miss things all the time. Maybe next year, Ozzy with Post Malone and Travis Scott will be on there. We have the song. You want to hear it? Yeah. I do. All right, here we go. I feel you crumbling my arms down to your heart of stone. You bled me dry just like the tears you never show. Why don't you take what you want from me? Take what you need from me. Take what you want to go. Why don't you take what you want from me? Take what you need from me. Take what you want to go. I never needed anything from you. Wow. And all I ever asked was for the truth. You showed your tongue and it was forked in two. Okay. Is is was that planned or did somebody just put that together? I think it was a collaboration. Yeah, it was planned. I like it. And I, I'm surprised yeah. uh, how much of the the post Malone stuff. He's a lot more uh, versatile than I originally thought. And yeah. uh, the guy's actually uh, he has a lot of rock. Yeah, it's uh, cool to start it, it, with yeah. Ozzy too. I mean, uh, yeah. he didn't start with Post Malone singing; it started with Ozzy singing. Right. Sounds like they both had auto tune in there though, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's a spoken word part of the Ozzy. end. Preston, watch your enemies. See them driven before you. And they had a lamentation of the women. Yeah. It sounds just like Ozzy. You know yeah. what they always say, uh, don't judge a book by their face tattoos. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what Pierre has not heard? What? Casey's song. Oh. Play not, let's play some of it for you. I so, heard you speaking of it the other day. Let's. Uh, we played it twice. I, uh, it's with Jealousy Curve, right? Uh, yeah. Yes, correct. Let's. I, I want to play this uh, for you, and we'll get to the, you know, like the chorus so you really get a, a feel for okay. it. But... Uh, I think you'd be surprised at uh, his abilities. Cool. Uh, so, Case, let me know when you got that it's up. It's ready to go in the stack here. Okay, yeah, so check this out. If you missed it earlier this morning, Casey wrote uh, essentially an Eagles hype song, something to get you fired up for the games. What's it called? Uh, it's called Ready to Go. Okay. And uh, I'll let you, let's check this out. Here we go. Bad, huh? That's great. Yeah. For you, Kate. 
Yes. Get, let's get one more uh, chorus out of this, okay? Because I love it. It's really driving. Very cool. Yeah, good job, yeah. lad. Really good job. Yeah, I mean, they, they wrote it. You, know. <laughs> but, uh, you I, lyrically. I threw I threw some lyrics in there. But did they give you the melody uh, on yeah. top of the, the music? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's great. So man. Mike Levy was the, was the original like uh, guy who sang it, and I just basically sang his melody. You collabed. We collabed. You said. I collabed. It's like uh, Post Malone and Ozzy. Yeah. yeah. Very uh, much so. And those guys are great. Thank you again to Forge Recording for allowing us to use your studios. And then uh, Preston, Mike O'Brien teaches at what school of rock? Rock and roll after school. It's amazing, it's right? Uh, yeah. Is he still teaching there? Because my kids uh, yep. don't go there any longer, but we used to love going to that place. Yeah. Rock and roll after school. Yeah, he's a great guy. Mike is a really, really good teacher. So. Cool. cool. And the song again is called? Ready to go. Okay, that'll be in the R category. Yeah. <laughs> we got, we, we yeah, got right. time. We're to, still to in the that end, in. so we're all right. All right, we do. Speaking of that, we do have tickets to give away to the home opener this weekend. We need that last letter. You ready to go? So go. Ready to go. Preston Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. O is in opportunity. All right, and uh, let's take caller number eight. 215-263-WMMR. See if you know the word and see if you can give it to us and win those tickets. It would be pretty awesome. Uh, so we're in the ends now, Pierre. We're in the no zone. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're in the no, and I'm all a yes about no. All right. So <laughs> it's going to be um, it's going to be a very exciting no time for me. Uh, we'll have also on the program SDP tickets and rival sons on September 19th, and everybody who wins tickets is in the running to meet the band. That's cool. They're playing at the Met. Going to be very fun. A lot of STP activities over the next year uh, to tell you about. And um, we'll have our little sweat set. uh, And I will take one little variation from the A to Z in the sweat set because, well, for. You have to. Well, for the weekend song. Yes. Here comes a weekend. But there's also two songs I need to throw in uh, that deal with radio because a great radio station uh, in San Francisco fell yesterday. Mm. Um, It was called KFOG. And had been on the scene for 30 years or more. And uh, one of, just a, a great rock and roll radio station. And um, it went to sports. <laughs> now, you were on K-San. K-San, yeah. In San Francisco. Was K-Fog around when you were? It was not. Okay. It, it was, you were doing sports on K-San? I was doing sports on K-San. <laughs> Covered the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> that was accurate. Niners. Yeah. Good for you. Joe Namath and the 49ers. Uh, Joe Namath and the Niners. Yeah. Well, I tried. (laughs) Take me out to the ballgame. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. We hit it out of the park. Um, But, uh, yeah. Now that's sad to hear. Well, it was sad, you know, and um, which brings us back to what we're doing with this thing because MMR, thanks to you who listen, whatever amount of time you've listened, 
Um, we owe you everything. So, you know, we're 51 years and counting. Uh, there are very few, if any, stations left. There's, there's a handful, I would say under five, that have been around that long that are alive and well, not just scrimping by. I'm glad you said that. But, but alive and thriving. Yeah. And thanks to you, our listeners, you know, we all work really hard to try to bring you the best we can of each of what we do. But um, it's your kindness and dedication to listen that allows us to continue. I thought about that because, we, you know, uh, we, we see a station like that go under and uh, and they had a lot of heritage and, and all of that. And what and, and we are not only still surviving, we're uh, we're thriving. We're, we're doing great. We're doing wonderful, actually, thanks to you. And does that speak to this city that we've got, you know, that rock is at the heart of this city, you know, or this radio station or? I think it does. I think it speaks. Well, this city loves a brand. Yeah. You know, um, the city loves the sports teams, the Phillies, the Eagles, the Sixers and the 49ers. They love (laughs) them all. Um, And they get behind them. And, you know, if if you have established a bond. And I, I would argue that the station has. And if you have great listeners who through generations, not just, you know, people who are listening in 68, but people who have joined all along the way um, have made a connection. You have so many other options to get music and, and, you know, from all these different things. And the fact that you still come to this live and local source, we can't thank you enough for it. And mm-hmm. I think it is part of the city. And one other thing, I was at KSAN when they switched from rock and roll to country and western. And it was one of the most grim days of my life because they they ended by playing the first song the station had ever played, which was Summertime Blues by Blue Cheer. And then they went and they did this announcement. The newsman did an announcement and then they started into the earning, 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 me. What was and, your name? You're on air. Uh, Will Robertson. <laughs> I, you know, I was only part time. I needed to get. Right, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I didn't have uh, one of the DJs quit in protest. Um, some of them stayed. Some of them were fired. But um, you know, and there's great country music. But the newsman who made the announcement came into my um, uh, workroom and broke down in tears after. Uh-huh. I mean, the whole station was sobbing. So I can only imagine what these folks have gone through. Yeah. And you know, I I don't know why their company changed it, but here's to uh, the companies that have owned us through the years that have always had the good sense, no matter which companies owned us, and certainly the Beasleys have continued that process. They've been great. Uh, they have been great. Yeah. You know, and they get it. They get what that what they've got with this entity. It's a very special entity, and they're uh, you know I say it with as much passion and truth as I can muster. There is very very um there are very few things that are like this that are this special that are left so we're collectively blessed we are so blessed how does country music go again <laughs> i got to go to prison and i've been cheating and i've been drinking but i gotta go to the railroad tracks. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go to the railroad very good Thank you very much. I've been going to prison, I've been eating, and i got to go to the railroad tracks. Yep. Mm -hmm. Cheating and eating. Cheating and eating. I'm going to go. That's a good name for a song right there. Cheating and eating. I'm going to go to Joel, who is caller number eight. Hey, Joel, how you doing, man? I'm good. How you doing, Preston? Wonderful. Joel, what is our word of the week? The word of the week is hero. H-E-R-O. Hero. Joel, you got it right. I'm going to ask you to hold on because we are going to set you up with some tickets. They go to the Eagles' home opener this weekend, Sunday against Washington at Lincoln Financial Field. And it's courtesy of our friends at Duncan. It is the return 
of the Eagles game day offer. All Dunkin' Perks members can score $1 medium hot or iced coffee when they pay with a Dunkin' Perks enrolled card. So congratulations, hang on, and we'll get all the info uh, that we need to take care of you. Uh, anything you want to mention about uh, today's program, or are you going to go? be fun. All right, cool. Um, I want to take a moment and thank our sponsors. Uh, Duncan, we'll start with them, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Uh, the Preston and Steve Show <laughs> runs on Duncan. Also brought to you today by Course Photography, the official photographers of the Preston and Steve Show. And also the uh, the new Go Birds Tailgate Packet Rita's, and it's available at participating locations while supplies last. Plus, uh, LaSalle University, uh, their next open house is going to be on Saturday, September 21st. Register at LaSalle.edu open house next week on our program. Back to a full week of working. Oh! Uh, we will have uh, Kim Wayans in the studio. Ah. Uh, comedian Matt Brauner will be in the studio. And there's a possibility we might have Chevy Chase on our program what? next week. Yeah, in wow. studio? No, nope. But we might have Still Chevy Chase cool. on our program cool. next week. The phone so. that we'll be talking to him on will be in studio. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> As we take a break, I would like to give away four passes to four lucky ladies to join us at the Preston and Steve sorority party, Kathy's Bitch Box Part <laughs> Three, and that <laughs> was that Pierre. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we get excited for each other. It is. It's on the 19th, and it will be at Harrah's of Philadelphia. Total gaming and entertainment experience all in one place. You have to be at least 21. You can bring a guest with you, a female guest. Harrah's, Philadelphia, where Philly comes out to play. 215-263-WMMR. Lots of great things happening at that event. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Enjoy the A to Z, gang, and we'll see you on Monday. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve love you, hate you, line. My kid is adorable, and I spent hours making that sign, so if you don't want to see my cute kid pictures on Facebook, keep scrolling, people. Next message. I wake up this morning, and the first words that come to my head are, Free Purple Kitten. Thank you, Nick. Next message. This goes out to the idiot in Trenton who reported my car as abandoned after 24 hours. And the police didn't even try to call me. Really have to go sell out that $189 to get my non-abandoned car back. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.